It's a time bomb, Trav. Time. Let's do this, the time bomb This episode bomb again. is a ticking clock. It is. We're under the gun. Under the gun. We're eating them buns. We have to keep it under two hours. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're not going to start with Spider-Man. Or my memory card will give up again like it did in a previous episode. We are going to start really quickly by talking about your FanX stuff coming oh, up. Oh, yes. Uh, FanX. That's going to be Here on this episode of Late to the Party with Travis Tate. Welcome everybody in. I'm Jake, and and I'm Travis Tate. And what you got going at FanX, brother? So we're yeah, we're gonna start out with this. FanX is gonna be uh, September fifth, uh, sixth, and seventh. is in Salt Lake City, Utah. I currently am on four panels as of now. There's always a chance I could be on more. Uh, coming up uh, Thursday, I have got two panels. The first one will is called uh, Miscast Mishaps. And it's the film roles that almost were, and like uh, I think we're supposed to choose who we're going to talk about. I think I think oh, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna lean toward uh, Emily Blunt as Black Widow, because that was pretty much she was cast, and I think it was about no the time that she was gonna make uh, Live Die Repeat, and I think Don't she had call to call it by its real name. Uh, what was it? Tomorrow. Tomorrow never dies. Tomorrow not tomorrow no. never dies. It was, it was Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. Right. I. I appreciate that Live Die Tomorrow was a cool name, but it was it was never officially that. Right. It was, it was a great was movie po- though. Oh oh yeah. I, I love really that, movie. that movie. And Edge of Tomorrow Edge of Tomorrow honestly is a fine name. It's yeah, it's it ambiguous is. and probably Live Die Repeat is a cooler name. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Live Die Repeat pretty much just tells you what the movie is. That'd be like yeah. if you named a superhero movie Fly Puncher. Like you fly through the air and punch people. <laughs> fly. Building knocker downer. Jump kicker. Jump kicker, yeah. <laughs> it's almost like uh, super bad or kick ass or something like that. There's a, there's a slight... I don't even know if that would make enough for a panel. We'd fun be get a list of movies and boil it down to uh, <laughs> Matrix. We're computers, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So uh, I think I'm going to talk about yeah Emily Blunt as Black Widow. Mm-hmm. And Richard Pryor was originally supposed to play... Um, the Cleavon Little character, the the sheriff in uh, Blazing oh, Saddles. Yeah, that, no, that's a good. That's so a good I one. think that's the two I'm going to choose. That's a good one. So, and that one is going to be Thursday the fifth at five p.m. So come check me out on that one, and then Thursday at seven p.m. And this is a panel I actually uh, proposed. It's called Puffy Shirts, Festivus, and No Soup for You: Thirty Years of Seinfeld, and that should be a pretty fun one. Kind of blows my mind that 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 show is that old. I mean, I know it, it's, it's a, crazy that it's thirty years old. Yeah, thirty years old, yeah. Nineteen eighty-nine. It's a patently nineties show, but I mean, <laughs> it's eighty-nine. Sure. So come see me on that one as well. Currently Friday, my schedule is free, uh, but on Saturday at two p.m., I will be on. Uh, it's a Indiana Jones panel, kind of celebrating thirty-five years since uh, the Temple of Doom. And 30 years since Last Crusade. So that should be fun talking Man, that, about that Indiana Jones. That blows my mind too, 30 years from Last Crusade. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> Especially Temple of Doom at 35. It doesn't seem like it's that old. But Temple, then it also seems Temple like it's... Temple of Doom at 35 see, feels feels right to me. It's, it was 84. I guess, I guess it's weird. that It feels like there's a strange jump between uh, Temple of Doom and Last Crusade where Temple of Doom feels much older than i guess last crusade always well, feels like the newest one because they don't they didn't they only made three movies trav i don't right. know if you know about that 
In continuity, Temple of Doom takes place in 1935. Yeah, Temple of Doom is before. So it's, it's like a prequel to... It's in the timeline of Indiana Jones. It's the first movie. If you really yeah. want to watch it in that kind of... If you want to be that kind of person it, that watches them in order. It kind of... Yeah. It, but I mean, it kind of makes sense in that it's supposed to be... It's kind of supposed to be what makes Indiana Jones more altruistic, but... Right. And then uh, at... 5 p.m. on Saturday, I will be on the Fast, Furious, and Freaking Awesome panel. That's another one that I proposed, and that should be a lot of fun. That's 5 p.m. on Saturday. And then that weekend, I'll be at Jordan Landing opening for my friend Jesus Trejo. He's from L.A. Oh, cool beans. So that'll be a fun weekend for me. Any panelists up. of note that you're going to be with? Um, I know I'm on a, like two of them with Carrie Jackson from geek show and i think shannon barnson from geek show uh, i'm on Car- uh carrie jackson uh, like utah royalty yeah um jake deets from movies that made us is on i think the seinfeld one with me yeah, that's good dude. and valerie cameron is on the fast and furious one with me and she's also on um the movie movies that make us so and people. there's there's a bunch of other people too those are just off the top of my head that I can remember. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, some of these you some of these you're throwing on as a panelist and you've been doing more research and don't necessarily right. get into the the weeds of who you're there with. Yeah, sometimes people get double booked and they're not even on it. I think John Smith is on the uh Oh yeah? on the uh, Indiana Jones one too actually. You have to you have to say from Arrow 103.5 and former high school former high school mate of, mate of yours. You know what? He, I, I was going to say former high school friend. John and I will always be friends. Well, there you go. Well, Some we're strike. on a panel together. So that's him I said hi. He's, he's he's super good people. Yeah, I, th- I think I've met him a couple times and he was always very nice. He lives in Stansbury Park. He lives Shout near outs me. to the yeah. parks in Stanbury. Yeah. And then uh, I've got a trip coming up in, to L.A. And that's yeah. going to be uh, September 8th through the 14th. California. Got driving. some stuff brewing. I've got definite, definitely things. Uh, September 14th, I'll be at Flappers Comedy Club in Burbank. That's that's a pretty big one, It's right? a 730 show. That's it's a, a, a super well-known, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's where they do uh, podcast-a-thon and stuff like that. They do Conan and Friends like that, or that the, those kind of shows there. So it'll be a lot of fun. It's a showcase show, so there's going to be a lot of comics on it. I happen to be one of them. I'm pretty happy about that. So if you want discounted tickets, if you're in Southern California, and I know we have some California downloaders, uh, hit me up and I'll send you a discount uh, ticket for that. And I'm for sure going to be on a podcast. It's a, a buddy of mine. He came with uh, Chris Hardwick when he was here a few months ago. And we, he was uh, featuring for him, and we kind of became friends. His name's Kyle Clark, and uh, he actually is the producer for the Jackie and Lori show, which is a podcast okay. I like to listen to. It's yeah. Jackie Cation and Lori Kilmartin. And he has his own podcast called the This Is Rad Podcast. So I'm going to be have, doing... I've heard of that, certainly. It's kind of similar to ours, except it's a little more focused. Ours kind of goes up... All over. They go all over, you, too, but they have one subject. a little more subject. focused, you say it is focused at all? <laughs> they pick one subject and then go all over it. <laughs> it's, it's pretty fun to listen to. So if you're listen, you know, looking for a new podcast, not to replace us, but in addition to us, then check out okay. the This Is Rad podcast. I'll be on well. that while I'm if down you, there as if well. If you pin down a subject matter? I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of leaning toward like 80s pro wrestling or maybe just, I don't know, 80s pop culture. Because that can cover a lot of things. Sure, 
sure. and then it'll branch out into everything. Sure enough. I don't know. We'll see. I can't. Perhaps. You know. You know me. I can't stay on task. Could you? Could you do a? Could you do a? A full mailman podcast? No, that's You're so boring. A big fan of that, that is right? so boring. Oh, former warehouse working podcast. Maybe that I could probably do. All right. How to get out of work podcast. <laughs> that was my expertise. How to get out of doing. You work really hard, really fast, so you can spend the rest of the time dinking around. Working hard and hardly work. I never understood the people that would milk it. Well. Not to spoil. Why take too all much day when you can about nebulous warehouse that <laughs> I may or may not work at? That warehouse, and a lot of times you love it at Levitt's. We're yeah, works under the uh, you got time to lean, you got time to clean theory. Mm. So they didn't have that when I was there. <laughs> we had the oh we're done. Let's go play basketball. That's what we did. <laughs> Court's still up there. Court's Court still, still there. there. I used to be able to dunk on that hoop. Back no, in the day. No kidding. Yeah, I could dunk it. Wow. I was about 50 pounds lighter than I am now. Wow. I could get up there in my 20s. But that's what I've got coming up. I'll have more. I know I'm going to have more stuff booked uh, while I'm in California. I'm just kind of waiting to hear back on a couple things. So it's going to be fun, though. So if you're down in SoCal, uh, let me know. I want to I wanna go do some stuff. I want to have some fun. Maybe I'll go to Universal Studios. I've never been there. No, never? Never. Not once. Wow. I've been to Disneyland hundreds of times no kidding but never been to universal wow man that i've never seen the cheesy jaws that is an unfortunate 80s experience like you missed <laughs> out on a you missed out on being able to lift i guess i don't know what stuff they do and don't still have there <laughs> you never got to lift the 80 or the m but 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 you never got to lift the a-team van what they had the a-team van yeah my mom somewhere in our oh house has gosh. like me and like me and like Stockton shorts as a little kid with my when I had like super when I had hair first of all but when my hair was like super blonde like in Stockton shorts lifting the A team van. I remember a kid went there when I was in elementary school and he was telling me and basically the only thing he talked about and the only thing I really cared about or maybe the only thing I remember I don't know was I think maybe the A team van and I think Kit from Night Rider. And there was a couple other cars there. I might but that's all we cared about. Also, I think it was Universal that had the E.T. ride. The E.T. would say your name yeah. at the end. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I didn't know that he said your name, but yeah, they did would, have an E.T. You ride. Would, um, you would uh, give your names at the start of the ride, and then at the end, you would drive past E.T. and his family every night, and you'd say, like, thank you. And then he'd say all your name, like Jake, Cody, Jamie. Stalker. Yeah. E.T. phone your home because he, he knows when you're home. He was naked the whole time, Travis. He was naked the whole time. He's, we might have just named that, that this episode already. He's that kind of guy. He was naked the whole time. Travis, I don't know. I feel like we should challenge ourselves to have a not a like uh, not entendre episode title. I think that's why we're getting downloads, though. You do? Okay. Well, you know what? Forge ahead. Then. I really do. I think that's why people are down. They're like, all oh, system- I think I'll check this out. All systems go ads, then. <laughs> All systems going ads. That's another one. I'm, I'm going to write that, that down, you. too. All systems going ads. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoisting myself on my own petard. My own hoisting, petard. There's another one. <laughs> my Edgy. Own, my own peen tard. Travis, you're, you're leading me down a dark path here. I do want I do want to check out the uh, Harry Potter world, though. I've been, I've been wanting to see that you for mean a long time. Horny Potter? <laughs> Okay, that's going too far. Oh, sorry. You've just crossed my bridge, tread mister. On, tread on holy ground. Don't tread on Harry Potter. <laughs> I 
Uh, we've got a lot of talk to about. Yeah, let, in let's the, in this episode. Let's get let's get a little a little I don't more even know rad. What I just said we here. have a lot to talk to about. Sounds good. I support that message. So what are we going to start with first? Oh, I think we were going to start with. We're just kind of do. We're going well, with the oh, yeah, Disney we're gonna, Sony saga. We're going to start with the Disney Sony saga. That's just so, so sucks. It does. It sucks for fans. Because it was so cool to have Spider-Man in the MCU, it and just to have it taken away. It's not. It's, it would have been one thing if they'd have said, "All right, we're going to do one more movie combined, and we'll kind of tie everything up like that." But instead, it was just like, "Nope, we're just going to take it away." So now you've got all these Marvel things floating around in the Spider-Man story, like, and they're they're just going to have to go away. Like, it seems likely that Spider-Man was. In the in the wake of Iron Man was going to maybe be a focus of the yeah I the think MCU. he was he was going to be the new Iron Man it, it, if not like in the Iron Man suit then at least like Iron Spider and he was going to have all of Tony Stark's technology and stuff like that and <clears> now all that Tony Stark storyline it's got to go Happy Hogan I don't know is he is he there or is he not that's a that's a Marvel character Aunt May'll still be there because Just Aunt kidding, May Simmons. I think he's probably still there, too. He was involved with the Sony movies. Aunt May will probably still be there, but Happy Hogan's kind of up in the air. Anything to do with Marvel outside of the Spider-Man world has to just go away now. And any tie-ins that Marvel had to, like, where's all that Tony Stark technology going to go now? I think How I, are they going to answer that? I think I did read in the last couple of... I don't... I honestly think a deal is going to be struck, but... I hope this so. Is, this is just a. I bad hope it's thing. just them like going back and forth and making it public to get. It's a bad people well, outraged well, about it. Sony is sticking to their ends. Disney, in a, in a, a, a string of kind of crappy moves, is relying on like, hey fans, you like our movies, get them. And it's working. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's definitely working. We we talked about it before the show that I mean, first of all. This is just a sucky thing for movies as as a thing, just for for film, for cinema, in that nothing there there was no uh, like no actors were a problem. No, the thing that broke this was greed. Yeah, was greed, and we talked about. Uh, I am not one hundred percent on this, but a bunch of stuff I read is. This is really Disney making a grab for money they don't need. They had and they had what seemed like a perfectly amicable uh, partnership going on this, and Disney came back to the table and said, "We are the richest entity. It's just not good enough. We're going to have to take a huge chunk out of this." Right, but I mean they're both two different businesses. Which don't get me wrong, they yeah. both want as much as they can both get. Both, you know, huge companies. Like, I, I don't really want to be in the corner of a big, rich company. I will say I feel a little, I feel a little more for Sony because honestly, Disney feel. It, from what I'm reading, it feels like Disney's coming in as very much a bully in this situation. And it seems like, look, if Disney's going to come in like that, they don't give Sony much choice other than to say, look, we're not gonna, we're not gonna let you do that. Right. Uh, what it all boils down to is neither one of them care about you. Well, that's what it boils don't, down. Don't to. worry about it. Disney. <laughs> Disney does not care about you. Disney cares about your wallet. At least they pretend to, though. They, you know, Disneyland, happiest place on earth. They at least, 
give you the do we need to talk about like the illusion the cast that they care are, about you how, the, how bad the cast members are kind of treated i think we have talked about it yeah, yeah they, so. they make not very good money but oh, well, anyway, it kind of you know, sucks you know we should we don't want to get too deep on that necessarily but the the kind of surface level is is from my standpoint it feels like disney was disney was really greedy and tried to bully sony and for for my money got what they deserved it sucks but I don't want I don't want Disney being like that. I've I've expressed I'm kind of uncomfortable with Disney's consolidation of power and where the you know where the axe is going to fall and this is an instance where they tried to bring they tried to leverage that power. At the same time I kind of see I also kind of see where Disney's coming from because they bought Marvel. They own Spider-Man. They just don't own the movie rights to Spider-Man. I mean, Anything works, else, man. they can do Spider-Man. Sony owns the Sony cartoons. Owns the, they can do Spider-Man no. comics. Sony owns the game rights for Spider-Man. Yeah, the, it's and a they, weird. And they knocked that thing. one out of the park. Uh, if you even if you look at like the parks, they had these weird. Marvel had these weird contracts with like Universal, and like uh, Disney can't do anything with Marvel on the East Coast because they have. A bunch of Marvel rides at Universal, Florida, or Orlando, so they can't do any of that stuff here or there. Uh, the new Avengers Campus—it's called Avengers Campus because they can't say Marvel because of uh, the the theme park uh, contracts with with Universal. Mm. So they have to call it Avengers Campus, which we will talk about, and those, it looks really cool. Those are, the, but those, these are all these are all deals that Marvel made before Disney bought them, and now I can I, I think Disney's probably frustrated. Like, what? Why? Why? Why do we have to deal with this? We own the character. They, those are contracts that have to be honored. You want to know something that's really ironic that my son pointed out to me is that Spider Man would have gone into public domain by now and disney would have been able to use it except that disney fought things going into public domain so people couldn't make money off of mickey mouse so it's kind of ironic disney (laughs) they they're 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 super greedy dude they are greedy they are greedy i'm not gonna say that they're they're not they're bad look man i've heard you know there's this instance i've heard plenty of stories about (laughs) in the in the game space of like from Capcom and from uh, boy, I can't remember who did the Battlefront off the top of my head, but just that man, Disney is really hard to work with. They make things very hard to do because they mm-hmm. are painfully protective and like dominant about how their characters are treated. I, I did hear Kevin Feige, Feige, whatever his name is, uh, his first public comment about the Spider-Man thing was, "Well, it wasn't supposed to last forever." Yeah. That was very unsatisfactory to me. He said some more things along the line of like, this sucks and it was really a dream, but it was never meant to last. I don't don't think that was like, that was part of a larger statement that he made that was a little more on the side of like, oh, this really sucks that we're letting this go. Even though it's like, it's really sucks that they wouldn't let us have way more money than we had initially pitched on this. The thing that disappoints me the most is there wasn't some sort of clear cut plan as to how long this was going to go. Like, I mean, you, it, were you really just going on, like, a handshake deal? Like, we'll just no, end just, it when we end it. <laughs> it's just contract terms. They had a point where they had to renegotiate. Right, but they should have. If this was a possibility, I don't understand all of the crossover in, in Spider-Man Far From Home. Because giving him the Tony Stark stuff. They should have just made 
a Spider-Man movie without the Avengers tie into it. Probably because Disney assumed that they're Disney and they'll I, end up getting I what guess. they want. I guess. I don't which, know. Which, again, like I said, it sounds like they're going back to the negotiating table. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure things are just going to work out. I hope so because I do like I like the the synergy to use a a corporate term of Spider Man and the MCU. Oh, yeah. I think it's good. It's working well. It's it's really working well. Which is it's look, man. I ain't no kind of business scientist. It's hard for me to look at an entity. like I think they're Disney. called businessologists. Uh, let's let's give them their proper due. I don't have my business <laughs> my businessology yeah. degree. Look, I dropped out of I dropped out of that kind of college. Whatever. Um, it was uh, Trump University. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was a bad deal, Trav. <laughs> Who would have known that that would go south? Um, it's just like, it's hard to look at, a, at an entity like Disney, who was already getting quite a bit out of this. Right. Who is Disney, who is just like, Di- Disney is so powerful right now. To look Indeed. at them and go, and go, like, you guys were the ones who, in, you did not have to do this. And you went in there and tried to go like, like, throw it. For excuse me, for back, lack of a better term, threw your giant dick on the table and said, "Okay, this is what you have to take." There it is. It, it just it sucks. Yeah, it, Disney was Disney was doing well with this deal, and they were like, "No, no, we're going to do better." What are you doing? You know, yeah. di- Disney doing. So <laughs> that was dumb. Let's try to get a little lighter with it and just we'll go, yeah, over, yeah. We'll go over all the crazy D3 let's stuff. Let's talk about the D23. fun D23 stuff. Since I brought it up, let's talk about, uh, did you see any of the, I mean, the Avengers Campus stuff? No, but also one last okay. thing. This, okay. this will be super fast was, I mean, in that same realm. So I play, I've been playing the Marvel Puzzle Quest on my phone mm-hmm. for like four years now. I got it just after that Spider-Man stuff. I don't know if it was supposed to correlate. I got an email that says, "Hey, all your all your login info is going to be invalid. You need to get a Disney account set up to play this game." <laughs> That's funny. So, just saying. I, I did enjoy a lot of the uh, the memes that I was seeing, like uh, Peter Parker fading away, going, yeah. "I don't want to go back to Sony, Mister Stark." Like those are funny. I mean, there's some funny memes out there. So yeah. I guess that was the one thing that come out of it. My entertainment. Uh, so we're going to talk about, oh, should we bring in our guest or should we wait? The sky's the limit. Hey, sky's the you, limit. You're the one who has to take on the soul of two I've people, never so. actually spoken to him before, so I don't know. I mean, you you know the guy. Should we bring him in or should we should we wait a minute? I said we bring him in. Let's okay. just do it. Let's Trav, just do it. Trav, I mean. All right. Let's just. The time let's, is now. Let's pull the Band-Aid off. We're going to bring in Mr. Sir Sean Connery. Are you ready? I'm very excited. All right, here we go. Strawberry shortcake. Hello, it's me, Sean Connery. Welcome back, Sean Connery. It's great to be here. Jake, right? Yeah, we, yeah. I've been on here a few times. Yeah, how you doing, buddy? Good, good. This is the first time I could ever talk to Travis Tate. Oh, so you knew this was in the... I, you know, I thought I was worried we were maybe going to kind of spring that on you. Yeah. Well, hello, Mr. Connery. It's... It's actually really cool to talk to you. I'm a huge James Bond fan. I know you had some some bad blood with James Bond in the past, but I, there's other things I enjoyed you in as well. Good. Hope it's not just James Bond. I had a lot of uh, financial differences Travis with the Travis is a really big directors. Russia House fan. I do love From Russia With Love. I think that's a super underrated. That was the one I enjoyed uh, making the most. I got to make love to a gypsy woman. Yes, I remember that was that was pretty exciting. So, uh, 
Mr. Connery, if if you don't mind, we're gonna we're gonna talk about some of the the fun things coming to to the Disneyland parks here. Before we get to that, though, it was your 89th birthday a couple days ago. Yes, it was. I'm 89 years old. I was like, you sound great, you know, considering. Don't you think he sounds great, Jake? He sounds healthy as a pin. I am healthy as a pin. I don't even know what that means. No, it's not a saying, but you are. Right. You do seem healthy as a pin. I'm healthy as a horse <laughs> and hung like one as well. Whoa. All right. Well, TMI. I don't know what that means. Is that the is that the company that makes James Bond movies now? No, I think that's still uh, Ion Productions, sir. Uh, before we get to the Disney stuff, though, uh, they just announced the uh, the title for the new James Bond movie, James Bond Twenty Five. It's going to be called No Time to Die. What do you think about that? Well, it's a fine title. I, I, I do enjoy uh, the current uh, James Bond. I, I don't recall his name right now, but. He's he's a very he's a he's Old a Danny Craig. He's a very da- Daniel Craig. That's right. That's right. Uh, I am eighty nine. I just want to remind people I am eighty nine years old. But it's a, it's a fine title. Uh, Sorry, I was I was spending time googling to see if a Russia House was actually a movie that I remember. Is it a is it a it, film? It is. Was I in it? You were in it. I was in it. Uh, but perhaps the second or third time you'd played a Russian. Uh, yes, uh, Hunt for Red October. That yeah. was my favorite one. I really love that movie. I love it too. Even though Alec Baldwin kind of weird as as uh, what's his wow, what's his name? Uh, as Harrison Ford. <laughs> yeah, Harrison Ford. <laughs> no, uh, but but I mean that he, he you know the the spy the that notices stuff. Yeah, Jack, Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan, he right? Not Jack Reacher. I mean, he was there. Bef- I mean, it's only weird because he was there before. Most people don't even realize that that was a Jack Ryan movie. Well, yeah, they think. Including myself, they think they started with you know Harrison Ford. Is that, is that lots insulting to me? Is that Tom Clancy? Yeah, it's Tom Clancy. Yeah, I guess it's the the um, Hunt for Red October didn't have the Tom Clancy name on. Like the rest it's of Red October, the rest of those movies have roll the, your R's. Are, are kind of like branded as Tom Clancy things of yes. Patriot Games, Clear and Present Danger. The then, sum of all fears. That was Ben Affleck. Yeah, that, and that's also <laughs> what I'm saying is, I think Harrison Ford kind of put his his stamp on Jack Ryan, and that the other movies that have Jack Ryan in always feel kind of strange. Chris Pine was Jack Ryan too. Mm-hmm. Captain Kirk. And now, uh, I guess you're out of the loop a little, just a little. I, I heard now, there's a television series yeah, about Jack Ryan guy. now. Jim yeah, it's is, Jim from the office. Jim from the office is somehow Jack Ryan. I like right before the bomb goes off, he looks at the TV and shrugs his shoulders. Oh boy, <laughs> Travis, I think we have to pay royalties on that joke for how many times it's been used. <laughs> I, I haven't good, seen it. Good gag, but I yeah, I've heard that one a bunch. Well, I'm not going to use it on stage then. Okay, uh, you and maybe that's it. Have you used it on stage before? No. I was going to say, I wonder no. if I had just heard you say it. No, I just thought of it now. But apparently a bunch of other people have as well. I've heard, uh, I, uh, maybe not in that context, but I've heard more than a few of uh, something Jack Ryan, then he looks at the camera. <laughs> well, we wanted to say happy birthday to you, Mr. Connery. Yes, happy birthday. And Thank welcome. you very much. And I, I just want to say, Travis Tate, since the last time I was inside your body, <laughs> I think you've lost a couple pounds. That's the only way my ego will fit. That's right, Trav. How's yes. your How's your competition been? Going? I'm down ten pounds. Nice. Down ten. Congratulations. Nice congratulations, you fat bastard. Hey now. Ah, oh, come on, Mister Come on. Man. I'm just having some fun. Hey, Sean, you making any big plans for your ninetieth? 
mostly to stay alive. I mean, and I want to bench press a Corvette. Which which version of a Corvette? A little red Corvette. A Corvellian, a Corellian Corvette. A little red Corvette, like the Prince song. I love Prince. He's great. Yeah. I miss him. I do. This one's for my homie. I'm pouring out some, whatever dr- Prince drank. A purple drink. Grape? Yes, grape or wine. Kool Aid. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Let's go. All right. Back to. Speaking of Corellian Corvettes, back to D23. Here's a cool thing that uh, I, I saw as coming to Ep- Disney Epcot. They're going to add a Mary Poppins land. Did you see that? Uh, yeah, was it that? Mary and, Poppins. Uh, I heard uh, Epcot, they're going to do that. I once had I- a fling with Mary Poppins. I don't doubt that for a uh, second. She was very feisty. Oh, dear. She could do things with an umbrella that you wouldn't believe. Oh, dear. Colonel Mr. Gentleman, Connery, please calm geez. down. Wow, Sean. Sir Sean. Should I call you Sir Sean? Can I call you James Bond? No, you cannot legally call me James Bond. All right? I won't call, Can I call James you James Bond. Darby O'Gill? Yeah. <laughs> I was not Darby O'Gill. I was the, the guy that helped Darby O'Gill. Were you really? Yes. I guess Darby O'Gill was movie. an old man. Older than I am now, I think. I guess okay. I could play Darby O'Gill in the reboot. That would be fun. You should do that. I'm on it. I'll come out of retirement just to make you happy, you dumb idiot. Uh, dude, let's not have wow, this that's, discussion. That's a you're bunch. right. You're right. Can I call you? You're King? just trying to. You're just thinking of, of me. You don't want me to get bored in, in my retirement. But Could we call you a Ramirez? I do a lot of shit ups. So. Hey, now. Let, we're not going to do that on this show. I, I did. I did like it. five sit-ups yesterday. We don't well, want to put the adult tags on this. Yeah, sure. We don't want to. That is to that put is the, the little e. The podcast creed of avoiding the adult. The you can't say shit-ups in America. I mean, I know Americans are traditionally fat and out of shape, but you, is a swear word? Is pull-ups a swear word too? Sit-ups is a commonly used word. Well, in Ireland, they're called shit-ups. We're a little less comfortable with Well, you better get comfortable, fella. All right. Anyway. Travis, can I talk to you for a minute, Travis? Yes. How does the mature tags thing work? I think if you drop some F-bombs or get really descriptive, I think that's where you would put it. Are there any clear guidelines or is it an honor system? It's honor system. What would happen if we we dropped some of them sweet, sweet bombs, but then didn't put the mature tag on? Does the... I think it could probably get reported, maybe. Somebody could report it, perhaps. I don't know. It, I think it's just honor system. I don't think I'm going to do that. Yeah, I don't want to I've do it either. And Mr. Connery, it. I'd appreciate it if you could just keep that F word, both of them, by the way, in your mouth. I don't know if there's no anything. No problem. With your, I don't know if there's anything with your accent that's going to approximate an F that is. Can I, I still say fat? I'm like, well, all right. You can say three more fats. Fair enough. Fats Domino. Did I ever tell you, uh, boys, that I was supposed to play Bert in Mary Poppins? Was that the? Is that um, for real? Yeah, of course. Why would I? Why would I claim it was real? Is that uh, what's his name's part? Dick Van Dyke. Yeah, Dick yes, Van Dyke. and it was Dick Van Dyke for okay. sure. I was supposed to play Bert. Uh, I have a better singing voice and a better British accent, actually. I haven't seen Mary Poppins in a dog. What does your British accent sound like? I mean. We've heard your we've Spanish heard your accent in Highlander. Russian. We've, we've heard Russian. We've heard uh, even when you were Alan Quartermain. Was he American or English? I don't I even know. I think he was British. I think he was British, of course. But this is a better British accent. What does it sound like? It sounds like this. Let's go fly a kite up to the highest height. Let's go 
fly a kite and send it soaring. That's pretty good. What is a shend? Like a, shend it. Shend it. Like you shend a letter. I've, I I don't know what shending a letter is. Well, you sh- how do you pay your bills if you don't shend a letter? Is that like putting an umlaut over a letter? An umlaut? What, am I German? No. You, I have played a German, you though. You have to have been a German. <laughs> I, w- I was a German in something, I'm sure. <laughs> the German house. Well, that's cool. I mean, is that when you were hooking up with Mary Poppins, when you were going to play Bert? Oh, no. That's why I didn't get the role. <laughs> Mary Poppins. Put the kibosh oh, on it. Oh, dear. Because Julie. I put the kibosh on her. Julie Andrews brought the <laughs> Whoa, umbrella Whoa, Julie Andrews is like a, I was going to say national treasure, but she's not from America. She's an international treasure. Yes, and I treasured her very much. All right, Mr. Connery. All right. Please now. Let's but get it. it. <laughs> isn't, uh, isn't Epcot going to, they're going to get a Mary Poppins and uh, a Guardians feature, which... Is there is there a reason why Guardians is the patron saint of Disneyland rides? I think it was basically because it was the first one they put in that was Marvel because there was no entanglements or anything like that. Because that's right, the Guardians. Nobody wanted the Guardians until they made it. Yeah, there's no Universal Guardians ride, so that was okay. the one that they could plug right in. That makes sense. And it's also a big tall building because it was the Twilight okay. Tower of Terror. Granted. Is that? Do you think that's why they're branching out with? Uh, it feels like Marvel with this D twenty three news is they are specifically targeting obscure characters yeah i think also just because i think they realize the the actors they had became so iconic with uh you know um chris evans and robert downey jr and they kind of want to step away from that so to plug somebody else in immediately and recast it would be kind of weird for people i'm just saying like so the D23 like so we got Eternals coming up which as someone who reads a lot of Marvel I I'm not really even familiar with Eternals since you brought that up Kit Harrington Kit Harrington is going to be Black Knight which Black I've Knight, seen yeah. before but don't know much about but that's I a, don't either I don't even know pretty, that That's a pretty obscure poll. Is he Jon Snow? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I just man, know the I, name Jon Snow and know that he's in it. A little bit ahead of that I heard, you know, Kit Harrington is rumored to join the Marvel Universe. Is like, Wolverine? I that was the I first saw that thing, rumor. The first thing my mind went to was like, Oh man, they're gonna make him Wolverine. That's gonna be that's <laughs> gonna saw, be a tough fit. I saw that rumor too. Like, and I was I, like, look, I know he can grow some facial hair, but I think that's all you guys are focusing on. <laughs> all you need is sideburns. <laughs> yeah. Sideburns and the little the little weird the little weird that hair things. I was going to play Wolverine in the in the 90s. One of my favorite uh, uh, tweets that I saw, and I wish I remember who it was. It might not have been a tweet, but it was something the effect of, of all the crazy costumes that Wolverine wears, nothing is weirder than his "I'm not wearing a costume" costume, (laughs) when he's just shirtless or something. No, just like that that hairdo. Oh, (laughs) oh yeah, like in the comics when he takes the the hood off and his hair stays in the little. the little ear thingies. The, his hair goes Wolverine up ear. into the mask. Yeah, <laughs> like it's just, it's probably just a rounded mask, and he's his, like his, a, it forms around his hair. He's in a weird <laughs> pact with uh, with Norman Osborn over who's got the most. Like, what is up with that hair? Hair. He has the same hair as Beast, though. Yeah, but I was also in discussions to play Beast. Beast. Could you makes, imagine Sean Connery as Beast? Like that's voice wise, yes. Physically, is a harder sell. That have special effects. Yeah. I've already told I mean, you, they, I exercise a they lot. Got, they got Kelsey Grammer to work, so... Kelsey Grammer. Oh, my goodness. you telling me I wouldn't have been better? But they didn't do... In the, my 70s? 
did they do the beast hair with that, or did they just do the long? I get confused because I know there was I think an he era just had where, a mane where Beast just basically had long hair. Which he had is a blue mane, one. I think. Beast has been so many things since that '90s era Beast. Right. He's been like a lion. He, I think last I checked, he was more of a gorilla form. <laughs> His lion form was crazy. He was kind of lion-y in the the reboot, like the newer movies. The newer, yeah, he was more werewolf in the. the he was new Teen ones. Wolf. Yeah, yeah. Teen Wolf. It was Teen Wolf, Teen Wolf 2, and Teen Wolf as well. I was supposed to play the Teen Wolf. That's I, I mean, I have seen you without a shirt on, so I could believe that. That's right. I am a very hairy, sexy man. But yeah, You wonder, are indeed. You are indeed. I wonder if because X-Men are going to come to the MCU. I I kind of, I'm, I'm very interested in what they're going to do with that. Maybe I'll come back and play Magneto. Boy, that's a bony Magneto. Bony? Do you know how much? I can bench 478 pounds. Wow. That's right. Is that as Magneto? You can just most people, master metal with Most people mind? would think it would end on a five, but no. I was like, put three more pounds on there, Nancy. What part What part of Magneto does he use to manipulate metal? He doesn't do it. Does he do it with his mind? Does he, I think it's his mind. Did he ever mind. put his hand to his temple when he was doing it? Maybe it'd come through his fingers. Like if you cut his fingers off, maybe he has no power. Whoa. I never thought of it that way. Boy, they haven't tried that one. I know what I would use to manipulate metal. <laughs> that is right. He does stretch his hand out. That's Yeah, maybe that's just w- where he aims, though. <laughs> he, <laughs> he shoots it from his mind, but he uses his fingers kind of like a, like a scope. I used a scope in James Bond. Yes, you hmm. did. You should probably put some scope in your mouth right now because... Uh, that's what... Magneto needs a pointer. Are you taking pot shots at me? Magneto needs a laser pointer. <laughs> <laughs> Charles, where I'm shooting for. This is where I will put the coin. And they're like, damn, man, that's a cold thing to do, Kevin Bacon. He's like, well, see, no, get the cat out of the way. No, it's not supposed to be for the cat beast, to play with. Beast, stop chasing, stop the, stop chasing the little the red light. Stop. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to get in, into Ian McKellen, but the Sean Connery business is messing me up. Yeah, why do you keep doing an impression of me? I, I don't I, appreciate it. The only thing it. I can foc- on, focus on... I'm 89 the, uh, years old. The Ian McKellen. The, the Ian McKellen performance... Boils down to one sentence for me, and that's, you got too much iron in your blood. <laughs> From, is that two? That's two. That's two. Two's probably the best one. Where uh, she obviously puts a syringe full of, like, some kind of shampoo into a guy's butt. <laughs> I think she put it in his spine. I don't think she put it in his butt. She pulled his pants all the way down. <laughs> to, well, yeah, just to shoot it into his butt cheek. Not it. When you say put something in his butt, that sounds no, like... No, no, not... Not a suppository. <laughs> okay. She puts a giant syringe into a butt cheek, and it's. If that was the case, she should have some sort of. She could have just put like a a roll of quarters up there or something. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, <laughs> that would have been a funnier scene. Like, you've got too much whatever they make quarters out of in your blood, and he like, huh, huh, huh? And he t- turns over. It's like. <laughs> Because by that time, his body would have absorbed the paper. Yeah, because they would have spread out, and there's no there's no yeah. retrieving him at that point. Although, probably he would have had a hard time going through work jingling as he goes along the whole way. He would have known <laughs> something's up. He would have known the jig was up. You guys are weird. So, Marvel, what I'm saying is, you're going to get this X-Men ball rolling. Get a hold of me, because I got the good goofs for your movie. <laughs> We've already established a roll of quarters must be in there somewhere, <laughs> and we know where it must be. It, it, 
Okay, you know what? We've been going for non, non-double entendre. Perhaps a roll of quarters is the name of the episode. A roll of quarters. <laughs> a dirty roll of quarters. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, we were talking about that, Avengers Campus. I'm sorry, that would also be a great thing of like, you've got too much quarter in your blood. And then pop, 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 pop. And he goes, he like puts his hand toward it. goes, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Not going to touch those. Okay, Avengers Campus. So you got... Sorry. <laughs> that's Okay. Uh, we've got the the Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy escape ride. I can't remember the exact title. That's that's it's already there. Escape ride? No, it's the same one. It's the Tower of Terror. Oh, so the okay. I they're building. They were... They're building around that. So that's kind of it's like the tall building right now. Right next to that, they're going to put basically like the Avengers facility that you've seen in all the movies. Yeah, where they've got like the landing pad and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be in there. I think there's going to be maybe like a. At the front of it, they're gonna, they're gonna have like a meet and greet area and maybe a shop, and then they're gonna build in phase two of the Avengers campus. You said it's academy, or is it campus? Campus, oh, Avengers campus. campus. I wonder if they're sort of making a making a bigger version of like that uh, Jedi training show. They want it to feel more like that where kids come and they feel like they're... There is something... They're going to have a Doctor Strange interactive thing that's going to be like the Jedi training show where Doctor Strange walks kids through doing spells. So I'm assuming there's going to be some sort of special effect that the kids make happen when they they do the little hand thingies. So that could be pretty cool. That stuff's fun. And then I think there's a walkthrough after that like after you watch the show or whatever there's something you can walk through i don't know if there's going to be a ride attached to that the kids get They're, to go through different versions of the deaths that doctor strange went through at the end of the could movie could be maybe that's kid, it <laughs> okay you've been you've been adopted into the doctor strange training do you want the fire death or the one where lots of spikes came up <laughs> where he fights baramu or whatever his name was dormammu that's it baramu was from babe I was supposed to play, babe. All right. All right. I think you're you're just messing with us now. Something you were supposed to do. Well, I was supposed to play the farmer. That I can buy. That I can buy. That'll do, pig. That'll do. That's what I say. That's what I was telling myself before I entered your body, Travis Tate. All right. All right. All right. Easy does it. He's working on it. Easy does it. It's a work in progress. Anyway. Sean, Sean, I want to hear some encouragement. All right. You're doing fine. You're doing fine. Just keep up the good work. Yeah, there you go, buddy. Maybe don't. No, no, maybe no, don't buy pizza no, on the no way home to, tonight. No need to put a pin on that one or a button on that one. It's encouragement. I'm fat shaming him. Fat shaming works. No, well, I mean, like, like, yeah, in that it. Look, I'm not going to support this behavior. How do you think I've slept with so many women? Oh, fat shaming. God. All right, all right. Anyway, back back to Avengers Academy. There is also going to be so Phase Two will have that uh, the big Avengers ride, and from what I've seen, I've seen some uh, uh, art, whatever they call that art, uh, you know, preview art, concept art, <laughs> concept art. Thank you, know, you. I've seen art. Art. You mean you mean art? You're obviously not in the movie <laughs> business. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I am definitely not. But uh, the the concept art uh, it shows where people have like a jetpack on their back and they're flying <laughs> they're flying through Wakanda. Oh, okay. And okay. they're they're fighting these bug creatures. So and what w- the theory is is it's going to be kind of like uh, soaring over California where you sit down on this thing and then they'll put something on your back and it probably locks you in place and then it raises you up 
and you kind of move out, but it spreads you out more than I don't soaring over California. Me, so you're kind of flying. It feels like. Oh, you mean as a group? Yeah, as a group, but you're more spread out. So it feels like you're as actually a as a group. Yeah. You don't want to be spread out individually. Not, not at Epcot. Well, uh, let me tell you about 1973 when I was at Epcot. Was, is Epcot even Sean, built in I'm 1973? Sean, I'm afraid we are bound by the laws of the time. Before bomb. it was we open to the public. To talk about D23. We're just going to have to wait to hear All right, all right. We'll tell you about Epcot later. Uh, yeah. So anyway, it's going to be really cool. But that's phase two. Phase one will include uh, the... The Doctor Strange thing I told you about. There's going to be a, a Pym Particles lab. I don't know if it's going to be a ride huh. or just a restaurant, but they're going to have they're going to have little tiny food and they're going to have big giant food. It's it's supposed to show you like how the Pym enlargement things could like uh, cure world hunger basically because you could you could shrink <laughs> okay. food down to make it really small down to, to feed a bunch of people and then well make it bags. really big. So that's going to be a thing. And then there's also going to be a Spider Man ride. And it's basically Spider-Man is kind of like Tony Stark in a way. He's, he's building all these little spider creatures, little robots. And uh, you as the, the viewer or the, the ride taker, you're in there and the, the little spiders go out of control for some reason. Something goes wild and they start going crazy and you have to collect them. So it showed the concept art showed uh, people on the ride like shooting webs at these little uh, spider robot things to try and capture him huh. so he can round them all up. So it'll be some sort of interactive ride where, of, where you're shooting webs. Yeah. I think that's what, that's what kids like now. They like video games. Like if you go to Disneyland in, or California Adventure, actually, uh, the, the Toy Story Mania ride, yeah. huge line, always a huge line. Like whenever I go, that's the first place I go before the line gets big. Is the Cars one <laughs> interactive? Not really, but it, the Cars one is really cool because it's a dark ride, so you're going through and you see all the Cars characters. So the and mummy shows up. The the Johnny <laughs> Depp is the uh, what's his name? Doctor Jekyll shows up. That's what you're talking about, right? When you no, say not the Dark, dark Universe. Oh. So it's a dark ride, like you don't like the Pinocchio ride and the yeah. Peter Pan. That, yeah. Those are called dark rides. So you're going through and you I, see all the I characters. Go with, I go with Mister Toad's ride. <laughs> all right, that's a good example because there's bumpy stuff actually in the cars ride so you go and you meet all the characters all that stuff and then at the end there's a race in the race you go like 55 miles an hour and it's wow. pretty okay at least they t- they say that's how fast you go. i don't know if you really go that fast but it feels like you're going that fast because when uh when lightning mcqueen go, hits 55 miles per hour you're gonna see some serious shit <laughs> that's right 88 miles per hour would be good uh what? so that's gonna be really cool i'm, I'm excited to see it's gonna i think it's a few years in production oh, so I it's would have to imagine yeah it's it's going to be a little time because they're still working on the uh a long time the escape from the whatever it's called the the star wars one they're still working on the oh yeah yeah what are the bad guys called now they're not the, not the empire they're oh, the, uh, the first order rip, the first order yeah it's like the escape from the first order huh, okay and they're still working on that because right now they pretty much just have the millennium falcon ride going so yeah yeah, so that's what we've got for the Boy, we, Avengers. We really, we really got that one. I can't wait to go. I hope it's. I hope I am ninety three or ninety four, and I am able to go. You like to do that? You you you, you hit those rides. I, feel I was like, supposed to play Spider Man in the seventies. Like uh, <laughs> in the uh, 
Oh, what, 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 which Spider-Man is that? I forget what the, what the foreign one is. That's really funny. Is there a foreign, the, not the night monkey? No, no, there, there's like an old one that I, I can't remember what country it's from and I, I'm spacing on it, but, uh, it's, it's, it's like a Bollywood one. <laughs> it's really pretty cool. Should we just go through some of the Marvel stuff? Sure. Since we're already on that subject. Sure. One thing I noticed... The, the Marvel stuff other than the Marvel stuff we've been doing? Right. Or you mean the, the TV movie stuff? Well, more like the D23. This episode is mostly just talking about stuff that happened while I was on vacation. Yeah. There was a lot of news, so yeah, we're, that was, we're just going to try and That was the crazy thing. Is we, we don't double up episodes very often, but you were you were having a little vacation, so we hit them. And like, it was almost like the day after we recorded those two things. Like <laughs> Pretty much. Everything started happening. Yeah, everything started dropping, as they say. One thing I, I saw a report of is that Disney Plus, the shows that are going to be on there, are going to be coming out weekly. They're yeah, not going to drop them today. all at once. I think that's I think that's cool. Uh, you know, I I don't. I don't. You don't? You want to just binge it? I think I think releasing uh, episodes weekly on a streaming service that doesn't like like uh, HBO HBO Now. I've been watching Righteous Gemstones that I, I I've really been enjoying that. Uh, drops on a weekly basis because HBO has a channel component that they do right. on a weekly basis. So where, where it's like that, that's like a appointment TV. When you have a stream service, the streaming service that doesn't have a, another kind of component, mm-hmm. it seems mm-hmm. kind of asinine to me to do that weekly component because the reason they do the weekly component is because they have a TV where it shows up at a specific, only at a specific time on a weekly basis. So you're trying to, take that audience into account when you release things. I think it's smart from a business standpoint because it keeps people uh, subscribed longer. Well, certainly the smart business is what gets me into these. Because if there was, you know, there was what, six episodes of Stranger Things, you got to stay subscribed at least for a month and a half if you want to watch them before somebody spoils them for you. From a quality of life perspective, like, yes, I get it. They're trying to get us addicted to their channel so that we pay for it forever. But... From a quality of life standpoint of, I I want to be able to watch it at my convenience. And eventually, once once it's all out, you could binge them, I guess. You just oh, run well. the risk of somebody spoiling it for you. Because, you know, because people aren't just basically once a week's out. They I don't mind. You've had enough time. I don't mind the dropping it once a week type thing. I, I, I really I don't. I say I mind it, but I, I don't care for it. I drop it once a week at least. Just ask my if, wife. I'd rather, All right. Uh, what do you mean by drop it? You, Why are you asking him that? I mean sex. All right, good. I was hoping it wasn't the thing you talked to Barbara Walters about. Hey, don't even bring that up. Will you keep calling me fat? All right. You don't bring up the, the woman smacking thing. I won't bring up your weight. All right, good. I finally got something on him. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> got you into a corner. Don't put baby in the corner. That's what my wife calls me, baby. (laughs) Because she has to change your diaper? That's right. Uh, She doesn't have to. She gets to. Oh, yeah. You're right. It is a privilege. It is. Anyway. Was that TMI again? Yes, that was definitely a TMI. So they they announced a slew of programming, which I had... I, I think I had previously said upon this show was when they did the first announcement of the Phase 4 things, I'm like, oh, it, it seems like they're dialing back and things are a little more sparse in the you know, next couple of three or mm-hmm. four years. And they're like, no, here comes everything. 
I think it's almost like okay, the theater stuff that's a little bit away. Yeah, they're but going, we're going to give you plenty on going Disney super Plus. Buck on the TV, yeah, show. which I think I think's all right. Uh, there there is some pretty cool stuff like WandaVision. It, it seems like it's going to be cool, but they they're adding Cat Dennings to it, and she I. I really enjoyed her. Apparently, my son thought she was really annoying in the in the Thor movies, but I love Kat Dennings. Is they, are they adding her as that character? Yeah, yeah, she's reprising her role, and huh. Catherine Hahn. She, I don't know if you don't know who she is, you don't know who she is. She's a really good uh, comedic actress. She's going to be playing somebody. I'm not sure who she's going to be, and then uh, Randall Park will be in. Oh, I loved him reprising. when he was in those Star Wars movies. Randall Park was in yeah, Star he Wars. Was so good as Darth Maul. No, that's Ray Park. Oh, darn it. <laughs> no, Randall Park, he's in uh, Fresh Off the Boat. He was in the new uh, the new uh, Ali Wong Netflix movie. Yeah, okay. But yeah, he I'm was in, guy. I don't even remember which Marvel movie he was in now. I think it was Ant-Man. I think he was in Ant-Man. Mm, Ant-Man sure. sounds correct. Not sure. I was supposed to play Hank Pym. You are supposed to play Hank Pym. You would have been a good Hank Pym. Your flawless accent would have been there. You know what? Hank Pym got drunk once and don't even go there. Yeah, good point. You know, <laughs> you, you've studied on that character. Uh, so WandaVision, I saw some concept art that looks like they are trying to adapt the kind of recent Vision series. Yeah, I think so. And they're, I think that's where they're going to introduce... Um, Ms. Marvel as well into that, and then she no, she gets her own. Well, oh well, I well I she's going to be added that. into the MCU, the the movies. So, but I think that's where they're introducing her to the general public. And I, I actually read something today where the guy that uh, invented the Kamala Khan character, yeah, he's like, I am super glad that she's going to be on these shows and in the movies, but I think her powers are going to be really weird visually. I, I saw that. And, um, <clears throat> I think that comes a lot from, uh, every time they've tried to do Mr. Fantastic, it, there's something about a guy with stretchy skin fighting that, right. It, it looks, cre- it looks creepy. It does. Yeah, it does. Maybe they can just adjust. I don't know. They'll do something. Even when, uh, like the green lantern would use his ring and, turn into a fist it seemed weird so i guess hopefully they've got a plan they're bringing her in they must have a plan for it hopefully it'll look cool i mean just think of what what fox did with uh um you know fast guy malcolm in the middle no fast guy uh with fast guy yeah fast guy not not the flash the marvel flash the marvel quicksilver quicksilver thank you i knew silver was in there I take uh, Centrum Silver. It's very good. It's very good. Keeps sure. me regular. Sure. Okay. Uh, thank you for that. Um, uh, could, no, have you have you ever read any of the Kamala Khan stuff? No, I haven't. It's, it is really, really good. It's fairly new, and I haven't read a lot of the new stuff. I just it's one of don't my have fa- the time for it's, it. It's it's probably my favorite thing that they've that they've done in a long time. Just the character is so. Uh, yeah, I think we've talked about it on other episodes yeah. where you were super into it. She's she's just like real, kind of relentlessly positive. Uh, it's the interesting tie-in of like she got the. I mean, they've they've never established a Ms. Marvel with Carol Danvers, so uh, the comics version was she was she was just a super 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 fangirl of Ms. Marvel, and then they had the whole Terrigen oh, okay. Miss thing that made her so, a mutant, and Ms. Marvel kind of. Or Carol Danvers kind of granted her that title. I do have a question. So there was uh, Monica Rambeau. Yes. Was Miss Marvel before Kamala Khan? 
Or yes. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Monica Rambeau was Ms. Marvel, I think, in it's a fair ways back because the the stuff in that uh, next wave that they reference is, you know, that next wave stuff came long before uh, Kamala Khan did, and that was referencing like she was Avenger. She was Ms. Marvel as an Avenger a good mm. while ago. I have a question as well. Okay. So she can make any part of her body bigger or smaller. Okay, we're closing questions. All right, yeah, here we go. <laughs> so, uh, and some other more characters that are coming back for the Disney Plus series in Falcon and Winter Soldier, they're going to have Emily Van Camp, who played Sharon Carter. She'll be back. Yeah. And the bad guy's going to be Baron Zemo. So, okay, they're going to bring that actor back too. So, uh, those yeah, are returning. Didn't they, didn't they preview his weird uh, ski mask? I don't know. I didn't see the ski mask. I think I saw like either. Did it have the little fuzzy white thing around it? The little fuzzy headband? I think so. Oh, I love that when I was a kid for some reason. I had one of the toys. I had a Baron Zemo toy. I think we. The Secret Wars toy. I think we actually talked about you having that toy. Really? This show. I love that toy so much. I don't even know why. It's just one of those things no, I, you see it visually and it like when you're a kid those kind of it things ticks the box. Kind of inspire you and they stick with you especially that era of Marvel toys they had a lot of characters that nobody knew who they were but you, you know your parents buy you toys that was that, I mean that was an era of parents don't know parents right. don't know now we're getting to a point where Disney is making it so everyone knows all of the Marvel characters so I mean that was my introduction to characters like Baron Zemo and Falcon and stuff like that. It was yeah. the Secret Wars toys. Yeah, I always thought it was funny. Uh, the Spider Man on one of his feet—I can't remember which side it was—but it had a slight curve, like like the foot was bent up a little bit, yeah. so you could place him against a wall and it looked like he was crawling. Oh, okay, it was cool. That's what you think is cool. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, more. <laughs> Should we get to more stuff? So uh, they they announced She Hulk. Yeah, you know, I, I have you seen the backlash for She-Hulk? Oh, is it the usual? It's the usual. It's, once again, you're turning our characters into females. Yeah. <laughs> and people are going, ah, this character's actually been around for 40 plus for, years. Forever, <laughs> yeah. It is pretty funny to see those posts of people freaking out because they're making the Hulk a girl, people not knowing don't. that it's been an existing character for longer than most people that are complaining have been yeah. alive. So yeah. Uh, they do. <laughs> I want to say that was there one other TV show that was announced? Oh, they announced uh, the Miss Marvel, She Hulk, and Moon Knight. Yeah, Moon Knight. Moon Knight is a character. It is a, a a property that it's too bad that that never hit like the Netflix stuff because Moon Knight kind of steeps itself in a little bit more of a darker tone for a lot of the better Moon Knight stuff. Is it kind of like Batman, but with like supernatural type stuff? Like, what if Batman was in, the character is also supposed to be insane? Oh, fun! I, I have a Moon Knight toy. Yeah. Remember those? Uh, what were the were they Marvel Legends? And they came with a comic book. Sure. Yeah. I think I read the comic book that came with it, but that's the only Moon Knight I've read. I didn't get super deep on a lot of Moon Knight, or at least I haven't refreshed myself to remember it well. But yeah, it, it is. It's kind of a Batmany kind of thing, but it's all. I think at least at some point it was a, a, he's supposed to be inhabited by an Egyptian god, but it's also kind of ambiguous whether he is actually inhabited by an Egyptian god or if he's just mentally. Oh, Ill. yeah, I do remember the Egyptian god angle now. Moon I think Knight. that's what it was. Moon Knight. Was that a James Bond film? Wasn't that a uh, uh, Roger Moore movie? No, that was Moonraker. Oh, okay. Moonraker. All right. Moon Knight Shyamalan. Moon Knight Shyamalan. <laughs> That's who should direct it. Moon Knight Shyamalan. 
uh, um, other Marvel stuff. Well, we got the Kamala Khan. We mentioned that. I'm crossing things off the list left and right. You got it. Uh, Black Panther 2. Black Panther 2. Coming in 2022. Did they say anything about it other than that? No, ju- they yeah, just Black announced Panther when it's coming out. Like, oh, yeah, they are going to keep keep that ball rolling. Like, of course they were going to, but... It's a couple I years away. But I think where the... Uh, the new uh, Avengers ride I was telling you about is going to take place in Wakanda. Maybe I don't know if there's going to be some sort of tie-in or release those things in tandem. Yeah, it, it, that's what three years away, two and a half years away. So it should be pretty cool. I mean, the Black Panther oh, was I, a lot of fun. I really like Black Panther. Sure, there is a wh- I, like just it's legit. I I never thought I would be in this place. I'm getting to a point where I'm like I don't I it's getting overwhelming. I was supposed to play Black Panther in the 60s. Seems unlikely. That's why it was a swerve. Nobody would have expected it. Oh, so Moon Knight Shyamalan. Have you ever heard my Wakandan accent? Hit us with it. Give us a Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. Impeccable. That was pretty good. Uh, that gave me the chills, actually. The douche chills. <laughs> the douche hey, chills. Hey. You said it so I shut you up to. for that one. Dude. You should give me a high five. It's a shit. A shet. Looks like, like a, a Shetland, Shetland pony. pony. Yeah. yeah. Okay. One, two, three, jinx. You owe me a shorter pop. Oh, dang it. <laughs> Make what it flavor, a Shasta. What flavor of Coke do you like? I like uh, uh, cherry Coke. By the way, Sean, while you're here, we have to ask you the question that we ask all of our guests. What shot? Do you hang with the gang? Do I hang with the gang? Do you hang? I'm not with a blood or a crip. I was in uh, The Untouchables, though. We were a bit of a gang. Are you down to hound? Am I down to hound? Yeah. I I own a hound. It's a it's a it's a hunting dog. We go hunting for enough. stags. That seems close enough. Is that what you're talking about? Not that is not what I'm talking about. We're talking about a little musical group called I, I can't the even, Bloodhound Gang. I can't even say it. <laughs> the Bloodhound Gang. Why didn't you just say show? I love the Bloodhound said, Gang. While you were on, while you that reminds me, while you were on vacation, I decided to check in on the Bloodhound Gang. How are they doing nowadays? Travis, tell me, how does their new album look? Uh, it looks like it looks like the early two thousands, late nineties. Uh, they're still happening for the Bloodhound Gang. <laughs> it's basically like the. Uh, uh, the attitude era of pro wrestling. Yes, and they're still in know. it. <laughs> Do you remember the title of their most recent album? I can't remember. No, the title I, of their I, most recent album is Hard Off. Hard Off. Do you remember uh, the cover for that album? Is that supposed to be like Zardodge? I was in a movie called Zardodge. Did you see that? It's. Uh, I've only ever seen the poster. Zardodge should be on the list of movies. That I was I've wearing like basically a leather thong bikini. You looked like you were wearing some sort of a harness. <laughs> It looked like you. It looked like you were going to be using heavy machinery, and that was something that you had to wear to get hooked into. I looked like if you, uh, my crotch looked like a muzzle on a German Shepherd. That's uh, a that's a really good description, actually. What was the What was the name of that Matt Damon movie where he had the the kind of mech suit? Oh, oh I, I, I never saw called? that one. I had Jodie Foster in it. That's the I one was you're just talking going about, to right? Say, it, his costume in Zardoz looks like basically that mech suit, but that's the cost, the whole costume. <laughs> yeah, I never saw that one. I can't. It's got a weird kind of like location name. Yeah, because it's like the rich people live up above all the the pollution and stuff like that, right? A lot of those movies like that. Alita: Battle Angel is kind of that too. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I still haven't seen that one. I got to get around to seeing that it's one. A, it's a good watch. So we got a couple more Marvel things to to hit. 
Uh, Lawrence Fishburne, uh, who was in the latest uh, Ant-Man and Wasp movie, he's going to produce a animated show for the Disney Channel, not Disney+, Plus, called... Uh, Marvel's Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Oh, yeah, Are you familiar another, with them? Yeah, that's another one that has been the last few years that hit really hard. That, yeah, I, that's Devil one Dinosaur, I, huh? I haven't read a bunch about... Devil Dinosaur is a very old oh, really? uh, Marvel character. They just yeah. kind of repurposed him? Yeah, they repurposed him. It, I like when like, they do that, actually. Like, like, if, does, the, does the name Fin Fang Foom... Yeah, sure I it's was supposed to play Fin Fang Foom. Yeah, he, <laughs> I could definitely see that. It's in that arena. It was of because that. of my work in Dragonheart. They were like, he'd be perfect for Fing Fang Foom. This is true. It's in that arena of character, but they, like, Fin Fang Foom will come up as, as a gag usually anymore. Right. And Double Dinosaur, they just found a way to, it's it's in that arena of kind of, I think, fun, fun more funsy. So does he travel around with Marvel, or what is it, Moon Girl? Is that what it's yes. called? Does See, he I mean, travel with Moon Girl, say, or did, does she conjure him? No, they are they are a team. So she rides him, probably. I think so. I will again. I'll say I haven't read much, if any, of that. My impression of it is Moon Girl is a is a Moon Girl. That's right. Yeah, Moon, Moon Girl. Girl. Dinosaur. That's what I wrote down. She is a super genius, and Double Dinosaur is her buddy. All right, that's usually how it works. But it's kind of geniuses it seems have to be kind of a more lighthearted in the realm of uh, my favorite, the Unbeatable Squirrel, which. Doesn't I'm not hearing anything about. I know Squirrel Girl. Uh, that's a little surprising. They haven't done anything with Squirrel Girl. I feel like I saw that that character was going to be a part of some team that was on some like smaller streaming service, like a Hulu show of, or something. Like even smaller than like kind of like a like like what is it the Shiver? Runaways or something? Shiver Shiver is a streaming. I mean, it's not going to be on Shiver, but like that level of hmm. of kind of offshoot. I don't streaming. know. She seems like a, a cult favorite. Maybe you should utilize it. I, I think Unbeatable Squirrel Girl is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite series. Make her a Guardian so of the fun. Galaxy, Squirrel Girl and Rocket Raccoon. I wish I could just see her get her own thing because that story is just so much fun. Is the girl a squirrel or is probably, the squirrel a girl? It should probably be animated because it's something like the best parts of her her story couldn't re- really be told in the MCU because it's stuff about her defeating like Galactus and Doctor Doom and. Is this a child or a, an adult? Squirrel girl? Yeah. She is a college age. Ah, uh, so I can make the joke about having Sean? nuts in her stored for the winter. Sean, we're not going to... Sean, we're not going to do that. I asked her age. It was appropriate. And you know what? You've got it. Asked and answered. All right. So, Moon Moon Girl... and It'll be a fun cartoon. It'll be a fun cartoon. Lawrence Fishburne. I guess he's getting into the... The production of that kind of stuff. That's cool. And then one last Marvel thing is they showed a poster for the Black Widow movie. And yeah. it had David Harbour on it as Red Guardian. What do you know about Red Guardian, Jake? I don't know anything about Red Guardian. Uh, neither do I. <laughs> do you so, know anything about Red Guardian? We, we looked at it a, we looked <laughs> at it a little bit. He, it seems like he was a Russian-era like anti-Captain America. Russians? I've played Russians and I've taken down Russians. What do you need to know about You've Russia? I drank a lot of white Russians. I have. I invented white Russians in the in the 40s, the 1840s. I am. I am beyond time. I'm. I'm a time lord. I was going to play Doctor Who in the 60s. That you you would have fit in, sure. You could still be Doctor Who now. I think that time has passed. 
Travis. I like the female Doctor Who. She's fun to watch. Elysium. Elysium. Oh, that is a weird name for a Matt Damon movie. Sounds like a currency. <laughs> it sounds like something you're going to find on Pandora yeah. in Avatar 2. Unobtained Elysium. I had Elysium once in the 80s. It was really very tri- itchy. Tripping balls on that? Yeah. Oh, you're talking about something else. It's okay. an STD. All right. You only get it from high-class European prostitutes. Yeah, I'll bet you do. Settle down, Sean. It's Italian. Settle down. Now, uh, I'm not. I'm not super bully on the Black Widow movie. It's just, it, like it's a prequel movie, and I love spy movies, Mister Connery, as you should. Yeah, I guess I will say like Winter Soldier was one of the MCU movies that I liked the most. So maybe I should maybe and 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 I certainly do like David Harbor a lot. I pull I'll pull into that harbor. So has anybody made a meme about uh, casting Scarlett Johansson as a Black Widow? How dare you? How dare you cast Scarlett Johansson as a Black Widow? (laughs) It feels like that would be out there, but that's the first time I've heard it. I think it's funny. That's why I said it. Thanks for your input, Sean. Thank you. Thank you. Anything else on that docket? I think that's it for Marvel. Should should we just kind of bounce around on some things? How's the time bomb going? We're doing good. Why don't we? We're doing good. Look, man, let's talk about that that, uh, Star Wars trailer. Oh yeah, Rise of Skywalker. I feel like we gotta dip. We gotta dip on that. Big things that came like obviously the biggest thing that came out of it was the Is there an evil ray? Is I she think, gonna be bad. I think it's a swerve. It's I think they want swerve. you to think I think maybe she goes into Maybe I mean remember it, where she went into the the, the little force dungeon the thing. Force I don't, butthole, uh, yeah, I don't know what to call it. The force butthole. But she like she does the snapping thing. Yeah. I think maybe it's either she goes into one of those or she's having a dream and it's she's worried about going dark or something like that. But that lightsaber was How rad. How do you feel about that? What is the function of it when it's not folded all the way out? I mean, you have two lightsabers in your hand. In side by side, yeah. What's the function of that? I don't know. Haven't you ever seen sword and sorcery how movies you, where they have it hold like, like so? Okay, two blades together. Maybe that was one that I saw. Does, on she, does she hold just Rift one tracks. of them? No, I think she just holds them together. I don't know. Like, but I look. Hey, I'll wait. I I I got sold on uh, Kylo's silly. All I know is it was rad when she flips it around. It looks rad. Yeah, it's way cool. It does look it does look rad. And I like the little gift that you shared where Thinking it basically it, became a Swiss yeah, Army Swiss lightsaber. Army, that was really <laughs> whoever did that like mwah, chef kiss. But uh, yeah, that like look, I I got sold on Kylo's goofy lightsaber. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I'm sure they didn't just do this to. I mean. Our our not our non-racist buddy Craig said like he was looking at us like you know basically that boils down to we want a toy yeah for sure I mean who doesn't want to make that lightsaber now yeah <laughs> but I think the Kylo Ren one actually makes sense because the you know the the light coming out on each side mm-hmm. almost blocks the saber from like cutting into your arm or something I mean, like that we, we can get we can get super out in the weeds on this but it does have a little bit of mechanism that pokes out so if a lightsaber is going down it's gonna slice that first maybe it should have he kind of a, a dude with it it should is, have a light disc at the bottom so nothing can go through i i'm also getting to the point of like why are we why are we still bothering with sabers give them give them lightsaber wolverine claws give them lightsaber nunchucks just start messing around why don't they finch like gentlemen yeah lightsaber that would be good lightsaber rapier were you ever offered a role in star wars yes in fact in, in the original trilogy i was offered the role 
what was it like a ha- han solo <laughs> chewbacca the wookie was it uh, obi-wan kenobi no actually i was i was going to be c-3po Grrrido. fight yeah. the maker that's okay so we we got past the the elephant in the room which was the, the crotch in the costume wasn't big enough for me yeah sure <laughs> anthony daniel from what i understand anthony da- anthony daniels is hung he is well hung we go to the same gym <laughs> So we talked about the elephant. We in take the room, steams which is the, together. Is evil Ray flippy lightsaber? Yeah, that's the other, cool. the somewhat smaller elephant in the room. Is it evil three PO? I I don't know. And I I didn't even notice it the first time I saw so that, it. That trailer is kind of the first time that the prequels have really. They've said like, yes, the prequels happened. Right. Boy, I don't know how I feel about if the whole point is that. Anakin, when he built 3PO, had an evil switch in there. Don't you think Anakin would have flipped that switch when he was alive, when he was Darth Vader? Like, yeah, that's why I'm saying, not sure. Maybe it's not C3PO. Maybe it's just another gold protocol droid. I don't know. I think people are reading way too much into it. I think the Star Wars trailers are smart. They're not the they're not the franchise that puts that spoils the movie in the trailer. No. They're smart also, about what they put in there. I'm they want little, you to think something's going to happen that's not going to happen. I'm, Similar to the... Uh, Disney's smart about it. Look what they did with Spider-Man Homecoming. We thought, because of the trailer, that they were going to introduce the multiverse. That had nothing to do yeah. with the movie. But we talked about it for half yeah, an hour on an episode. That that works. Um, I'm not sure how, how I feel about the era of Swerve trailers, like the, you know, the Hulk in Endgame and... Uh, if Evil Ray is like a complete swerve like that. Because her face looks like an effect in that. Mm-hmm. So if it's like this was another character the whole time, like... Maybe she has an evil twin. Maybe it's just a clone. Oh, days of our lives. I like it. Maybe it's just a clone. Maybe it's a clone. Maybe it's a dream. Maybe it's I don't Maybelline. Know. Maybe she's born with it. But, you know, other than that, like, you know, still, I'm, I'm re- pretty much on board with everything else. Yeah, I I love the poster too. The poster's rad. The poster looks cool. Yeah. Where they're fighting on the outside of a ship and then there's space in the background and then they... and then you see the it looks like a Palpatine uh force ghost kind of. I think I that's how he's going to be in the movie. I wish we could get back to like an era of like those Ralph McQuarrie type looking posters like all like super artwork. Right. Those These... were cool, but I like this one too. This one's different, but it it kind of reminisces a little bit with the Empire Strikes Back poster. No, a little bit. It's cool, but it it feels modern in a way that I, you know, modern po- modern posters don't necessarily hit me the way that older posters do. What do you think the Palpatine thing is going to be? Is he going to be a Force ghost? Is he a clone, or is he Darth Plagueis? I think I think there can be two of those at least that are the same. Or is he a hologram? I think he can be a. I I would speculate he's a Force ghost, but he's also Darth Plagueis. I would think both, yeah, because that's how I think that's how he figured out how to be immortal. Um, Maybe his physical body is not immortal, but someone said his ghost is. Someone said at some point, and it might have been, um, it might have been Mark Hamill. There was a reference to like something about souls being in lightsabers and things like that. Hmm. I think he made a reference to something like that, and I might want to look it up, but. The time bomb is ticking. I was supposed to play Mark Hamill in the 80s. Mark Hamill's not a fictional character. Are you talking about somebody else? Ah, yes, I, I meant uh, Mark. Mark. Mark Summers? 
from Double Dare? Never mind. Never mind. Okay, so uh, just to move on. Oh, so we got The Rise of Skywalker. The Obi-Wan Kenobi series on Disney Plus, that's a go. That's officially Ewan McGregor's coming back for it. I kind of hope it leads to uh, a movie or something like that. That would be cool. Hopefully it happens. You have any uh, thoughts on that? I'm sorry. I was being dumb and trying to. I was being dumb and trying to look up lightsaber <laughs> ghosts. <laughs> Obi Wan Obi Wan Kenobi series. Series? Uh, sure, sure, sure. It, I think it's going to be awesome. I like I said, it's Disney specifically is get, making things feel a little overwhelming. So it's supposed to take place. Um, it's almost a case by case basis of does the if, you know there was the era of anytime anything like that came out, I'm like, all right, you know. Jessica Jones. It's a Marvel thing. I'm going to consume it, and it's getting right. people like case by case basis. There's so much of it coming. What's it look like? Do I want to see it? Sure. Oh, I want Obi-Wan? to see it. You and McGregor coming back. Certainly, that's a a plus. I a enjoy. Plus. I enjoy Obi Wan Kenobi. Sure. Uh, and writing an Obi Wan story that isn't shackled to what the prequels were, and letting you letting you and McGregor enjoy being Obi Wan, just go have adventures, in a more well written story, and not have to worry about Anakin. <laughs> well, the the assumption is that this is going to take between take place between the end of the prequels and A New Hope. So, right, he'll I mean, probably be Darth, spending a lot. Of, he'll a be lot worried about Darth Vader, about not Anakin. He'll He's not babysitting. Anakin. He'll be worrying about Anakin vis a vis the kid he made. <laughs> Nobody wants to babysit Anakin. Boy, That's true. That's so true. What do you want to? I was supposed to play a, Anakin in the original trilogy. Here's a question: How do you? How would you feel about the idea of Obi Wan bumping into Kid Luke a lot, which is what a TV series is probably going to try to set up? I'm fine with it. I, I don't not. mind it as long as that's not the focus of. I don't want that to be. I don't want it to be uh, Obi Wan living on Tatooine. I want Obi Wan going out. Well, into the we Star Wars galaxy yeah. and yeah, I yeah. Best case scenario for me is Obi Wan lives on Tatooine, but he has to go off of Tatooine a lot. I kind of want to see Obi Wan bump into uh, Darth Maul at some point. That would be cool since I they established that he's in the think in that, the movie. Well, I guess because he was in Solo. Well, they they close that loop in. Um, I don't know if it's in Rebels or in Clone Wars. They close that loop. I think he's in Rebels, but I could be wrong. I don't well, know. I, guess I haven't seen. I haven't seen any of Rebels. Not to not to spoil too much. They closed the loop on that in Rebels. Yeah, but when does that take place? Sometime between A New Hope and because <laughs> he's still alive in Solo, so he could definitely meet him in between the end of the prequels and Solo. I'd to, I guess I'd have to watch Rebels and see how they handle that because, I mean, hey, look, it's been out for a while. How how are you feeling about spoilers these days? It depends on the spoiler. <laughs> do you think you're going to? Do you think you're going to sit down and watch all the rebels? Rebels, if it's on Disney Plus, I'll uh, probably you know watch what? it. I'll let it be then. <clears throat> I know they got a big uh, Chewbacca-looking guy on it. I, I've seen like clips. I Rebels started about the time that I cut the cord, so I would was... see like the you know how they show the little commercials and stuff for the upcoming stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I saw the Rebel stuff and it looked really cool. There was a time but where I cut there the cord. was a theory that the main character in Rebels was. Um, was Snoke? Because, oh, really? And I know it's a cartoon character, but side by side, you could see the Freddie Prince Junior character. There were similar features to the characters, uh, but interesting. Snoke was nobody, so yeah. Snoke, I think Snoke was just. 
I'm still not off the considering he was where, a red herring. That's the word. I'm considering where Rise of Skywalker is going, I'm not above thinking Snoke was inhabited by the ghost of Palpatine. Could be. He was just and in when so, he was like killed, a zombie was like, body oh, or something. Shucks, guess I'm gonna just quantum leap into another ruse. <laughs> He's Voldemort. Is that what you're saying? He just He's all Lord of a sudden Voldemort. somebody somebody else in the universe looks up and goes, "Oh boy." I was supposed to play Voldemort. Where are you now? Uh, you should have been in those movies, really. You could have been at least. I think, I think you Ralph could have been did Dumbledore. Ah, uh, Dumbledore's a little bit. Uh, uh, he's too manipulating for me. Oh boy, I thought you were going to go another way with that. What other way? I don't go other Nothing. ways. Th- that was where I thought you were going with that, Sean. But let's. I don't know what you're talking about. Let that about. sleeping dog lie. Let's sleeping let that sleeping with hippogriff. Sleeping lie. with. Sean, Never mind. Sean, Never the mind. Asleep. All right, the hippogriff is asleep. All right. Uh, some other Clone Wars revival that's going to be 2020 on Disney Plus. Oh, really? They're going to finish out at least I think a season or season and a half. I don't did, know. Did Clone Wars not like end? I guess it didn't end where they wanted it to because huh. uh, they're doing more episodes. So. I guess I would have to. I'd really have to pull up my pants and sit down and watch all of Clone Wars because we've talked about. It. I got a little bogged down in in it i would be shocked or i wouldn't be shocked if they do some sort of ahsoka series because she's super popular character mm-hmm. and uh i i know that she she survived she show up in does she not show up in rebels As i don't know guitars? i don't know i haven't seen rebels we've established that but okay i i know she's got several books out there and she uh survives order 66 yes from what i understand so that could be a lot of fun uh ming na wen she she was a uh, Mulan. She was the voice of Mulan in oh, okay. in the cartoon, and she has been for the last like seven or eight years. She's been in Marvel's Agents of Shield. Oh, okay, yeah. She's Agent May, Miranda May or Miranda May. Okay, okay. they just call her May. She's going to be in the Mandalorian, so that should be pretty cool. That Hope cast, Smoky that cast is amazing. That trailer looks pretty sweet, right? Oh yeah, the Mandalorian trailer. I didn't even well, write not, that on my notes. Not a ton to say about that other than just everything it, it looks just, really cool. It just looks and cool. I love Carl Weathers. It looks like a western in space. Yeah, looks way, so, way, way cool. Yeah, I almost feel like because uh, that that's IG eighty eight, right? No, no. Oh, I thought I thought it was too. Kinda, kinda I thought robots. it was too, but. Uh, I think it was my son that was telling me it's a it's a different. Then I'm back on board because I, I they would... had those droids in an episode of uh, Clone Wars and there's oh, several no of fooling. them and they're all they're all pretty dangerous droids. Like in the movie, you see them kind of standing there and they look well, very yeah. fragile. But in the Clone Wars series, man, they're like they're basically almost well, that, to the movie, level of General Grievous. In that Mandalorian trailer, it shows him shooting a lot of people real fast. Yeah, because he can spin around. They're pretty cool. We just call I, we used to call him uh, pencil droid because yeah. he looked like a pencil. He, he he's skinny. <laughs> Have you considered getting on the IG eighty eight diet? I mean, I would. I I don't know how I feel about putting a roll of quarters up there to get all that iron. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Call back. Call back city. No, I, and you can make a lot of callbacks with that many quarters. Show looks real cool, and I am I am one hundred percent up for a Star Wars series that we just don't do any cameos. Yeah, I think that's fine. Yeah, I don't think it needs to be IG eighty eight at all. Yeah, it would be. I mean, I don't care if it is or not because that droid. I wouldn't say I'm bummed out cool. beyond all belief, but it, I, I like the idea of let's do a Star Wars series. 
you know, it's a galaxy. It is a galaxy far, far away. I think the reason my son told me it wasn't is because he found, I think it was a Disney released timeline for all of the Star Wars properties, including the Mandalorian Mm -hmm. and where the Mandalorian landed somewhere in another one of the, it was either Clone Wars or something like that or uh, Rebels. He had already been destroyed. IG-88? Yeah. Well, but, Rebels I mean, happens. who's to say he didn't get built back together? Rebels, I don't know. It Rebels, could be him. Because he's an empire, and I think Rebels happens before Empire, doesn't it? I can't remember. I, I've never seen Rebels. I don't know. Rebel, Rebel. Yeah, well. I haven't seen the Hamburglar. But also, I, IG-88 being destroyed. Well, I guess if it happened in Rebels, but IG-88 being destroyed on the timeline is like legend stuff. He would, yeah, do, you know, be, do you know the legends on IG-88? On IG-88? No. Yeah. He, uh, I think his consciousness got uploaded to the second Death Star, if I remember correctly. That was the, that was the Tales of the Bounty Hunters version. Is that where they got the inspiration to uh, upload the consciousness of Lando's droid entirely into the possible, Millennium Falcon? Yeah. yeah, entirely possible. I was supposed to play Lando Calrissian in, in uh, the Empire Strikes Back Sean. of the Jedi. Boy, Sean, you you could have been exhausted in that era. You should write a book about all the movies that yeah. you could have been in. To all the roles, that's pretty I much every movie ever was. made. I was supposed to be in the Wizard of Oz. Uh, I mean, who were you? I would have been a Munchkin. I was a child. Fair were enough. You a child? In that? Fair enough. You're he's eighty. He's eighty-nine. You're one hundred. Not ninety-eight. Years old right now. Eighty-nine. When when did that movie come out? In the forties. Yes, in the forties. I was born in. The 30s, so it was like a, a, a 10 year, a ten, that was 10 or 11 or something like that. Yay. Okay. I don't want to do math. I didn't become a movie star T- so I could come on a podcast with two Whoa, people Sean, and do Sean, math. Sean, it's okay. Fair enough. Time and space Fair are a enough. mystery to us. It's okay. All right. No math. I don't like math either. Good. Good. I, I, the only numbers I like are double O and seven. That's the only ones I like to do. Besides the number two combo. <laughs> we What's on the number that. two? I don't know. Just every number two is going to be good. Number one is is too obvious. Travis, number two is always going to be. Please say that in a different way. <laughs> At a fast food restaurant, every oh. number two combo is going to be. Good. Oh boy! I think it's double cheeseburgers at McDonald's. You can't go wrong with with two cheeseburgers. Looking <laughs> looking down, I, I would disagree. That faces and gestures don't show up on a podcast. Yeah, you like, can't see the the eye roll uh, or the tilt of the head. Like, <laughs> I, I, the duality is: I have to admit, yes, I love garbage food, and I hate to say it, but mine is the I think it's the number four, the double quarter pounder meal. But also on the other end of it, yes, it can go wrong and often does. Double quarter pounder, you can't eat while you're driving. You could spill. Maybe you you're can't. never going to spill a cheeseburger. Maybe There's, you can't. They're too dry. They're perfect driving food. All right, uh, one more Star Wars thing. I think it's the last Star Wars thing I've got so written down. So much shame in that segment. <laughs> there was. There was a lot of a lot of shame eating. Sorry, Mr. Mr. Connery. I know you didn't get to be 89 years old by shame eating. That is correct. That is correct. I only eat scotch. I freeze it and I eat it. Chew it. Like a slushy. <laughs> yes, it's delicious. That's Shake the only thing I like eat. like a Rottweiler. Scotch. All right. J.J. Uh, Abrams says Carrie Fisher is the heart of Rise of Skywalker. Yes, he would say that, wouldn't he? I think it's going to be interesting to see what they do because they're taking a bunch of footage from the other movies and mm-hmm. kind of blending it in. So, yeah. 
It's going to be Fisher. The special effect that we made is the heart of this movie. If it works, they should get an editing Oscar to be able to take existing footage and work it into into the movie. Because look, Trav, they perfected <laughs> it with the crow. <laughs> yeah. I was supposed to play the crow. Oh yeah, I should have thought of that. I I don't know. It's a, it's a cynical. Th- it's it's super cynical to say like, hey, guess what? Carrie Fisher was already the heart of the other movies. Like right. when you say this, and I, I don't know. It's if it, 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 it touches a false tone when you're saying, oh, Carrie Fisher is the heart of this movie that she wasn't alive to really make. Like, I, I say almost, she's the heart of the movie that she actually made. I for think, me, I think it's cool that they're doing this, but I'm kind of surprised that in uh, the Last Jedi that. They didn't just have her on the on the the ship with uh, what's her name uh, Dern Laura Dern when she yeah. when she drives it yeah. into the bad guys yes I'm kind of surprised she wasn't on there with her somehow because she was dead by the time it came out I was she honestly away. surprised that they I mean hey it worked it worked or they for didn't the just leave her in space instead of doing what. Uh, my kids call the Mary Poppins Leia. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Did you did you see the mock up that somebody did with that of how it should have been? No, I don't think so. It was it, they did that exact moment and then show her eyes like opening, <laughs> and then they did a what's the I'm forgetting the name of the song the the Led Zeppelin song that's in Ragnarok. Uh, uh, that I'm just spacing on the name. Pilgrim right is it Pilgrim or? Come from the end. It does that, and right. then it does. They cut that with the scene of the ship going through theirs at the end, but it's supposed to be Leia. And it's like it's the immigrant song. Immigrant song. That's the right. Jeez. Song. Gosh, I get so mad at stuff like that. But yeah, it's she opens her eyes like in the ice, and then it, it cuts to like her shooting off, and it blows through the ship, and then just blows the other side out. Yeah. No, it's just that it's supposed to be her instead of Laura Dern's ship. Oh. Yeah, that would have worked. It is kind of funny that, that she was able to do that, and then Luke died because he was sending his consciousness out. He was sending it. He was doing like super intergalactic. I guess he was Wi-Fi, out of shape. Man. Yeah, I mean, it's basically an email. He astral right? projected like across the galaxy, <laughs> and it was basically in. astral projecting. Yeah, <laughs> I never thought of it that way. All right, we've got we've got twenty five minutes left <gasps> on our card. Twenty five minutes. <gasps> That's how, t- how much time I spend doing pull-ups every morning. That's how I got to be 89 good. years old. What you got? Any, is there anything on I, that? I do push-ups as well. But is there anything else on the news list that we didn't hit? So much stuff still. So oh, much cr- stuff still. Cr- Fetch and scred. <laughs> uh, crazy casting. Michael Rooker's going to be in Fast and Furious 9. That's not, that is actually not crazy casting. He's got to be a bad guy, right? Michael Rooker 100% fits for that. Technically speaking, Michael Rooker is like, like, slightly older American Jason Statham. A little bit, yeah. That's, that's not a bad comparison. He he's except he doesn't close. do karate. Yeah, he doesn't do. He's non he's non karate Statham. But <laughs> the, yeah, that casting and also and also I really like Michael Rooker. Good I do too. Rooker. Yeah, especially as Yondu. That was the the one that really introduced him to a lot of younger people. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that were too young perhaps was, for. Walking Dead. I was really bummed he got written out of those movies because he was one of the better parts of them. Especially when he makes that turn at the end. Speaking of Mary Poppins. Yeah. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Yeah, they, he, he makes that. Like, just such a great character, so endearing, makes a good turn. Like, eh, we're done with him. 
Uh, we got uh, Muppets Now is going to be a short form series in 2020 on Disney Plus. So they're going to do something with the Muppets. At least that's something. Disney owns everything. It'll probably be like 10 to 15 minute like little sketches, basically, I think. We'll see. So, and it's it's going to have like special guest stars. Was it HBO that did the last one? No, it was ABC. Was it ABC? And it was kind of... Didn't go, didn't go super well. That's because well. they kind of made it more adult. And I think that was a misstep. I think I don't want to see the Muppets being creepy. Yeah. Or having like divorces and things like like adult problems. I, that's not what I want when I watch the Muppets personally. And I, I, kids definitely don't want to see that. Kids just want the fun Muppets. So I don't know why they did that. They were trying to think out of the box. I guess sometimes it's better just to stay in the box. You know. What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? Uh, I saw Taika Waititi. Uh, is in discussions to actually be in the Suicide Squad 2 movie as Go a character. It. Go for it. Taika Isn't Waititi that funny? Is great. He's great. Do it. James Gunn and Taika Waititi working on Suicide Squad 2. <laughs> Go for it. Outside of Marvel. That's I, the I, other just, thing I think it's I, funny. I mean, it's, especially if he has any sort of creative input. Like, yes, let him do that. Yeah, I like think... James, James Gunn's doing pretty good, but if any... Well, if any... I don't know if, if, if anybody, but like Taika Waititi would bring a good would bring good stuff to that. Yeah, I, I think he's kind of a hot commodity right now, and I'm glad because I really enjoy... I mean, he was behind like directing and producing most of the the Flight of the Concord stuff. And I told you I watched uh, I watched What We Do in the Show. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, last he week. made I, that movie too, yeah. They have an FX series of it, so I was like, oh, I should watch the movie. And I was extremely pleasantly surprised by What We Do in the Shadows. Technically, he's already in the DC Universe. In the movies. He was uh, Ryan Reynolds' best friend in Green Lantern. Oh, was he? Yes. Oh, was he? Yeah. It's so weird because I mostly kind of got to know him as a director. But yeah, he's, he's, a really, he's a really charming presence. Him and Jemaine Clement both are extremely good in what we do in the shadows. And why we got no... Well, I guess technically we do have Jemaine Clement in the MCU in that he's in, uh, he's in Legion. Are you going to ask me what I do in the shadows? What do you do in the shadows? What part were you supposed to play in what we do in the shadows? Because I don't want to hear about what you really uh, I was retired by the time they mo- made that movie. What a stupid question. Oh. I do nothing in the shadows because no one cast a shadow on Sean Connery. <laughs> that's that's a good, really good answer, You know what? Actually. Of all the answers you've given tonight, that is the most acceptable. The sun revolves around me. <laughs> Does it now? <laughs> uh, Proceed. Ooh, 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 today. Just today. Just a little spoiler on when this came out or when we recorded this. The Joker trailer came out. Did you watch the Joker trailer? Yeah. It looks so good. I am interested in that movie, but I am afraid that it will be like Fight Club and gets immediately adopted by the worst people. You know what? That's actually probably going to happen. It really is. It's. Have you seen the Mark Marin back backlash? There's backlash to that. Yeah, I mean, last time he was here, it was basically it was the weekend that he got announced that he was going to be in the Joker movie. Yeah, and he was doing a bit about how he's tired of superhero movies, and it's a the fans of superhero movies are like man boys that didn't grow up and stuff. I mean, it's funny. The bit was funny. I'm not gonna go too much into the bit, but I enjoyed it as a man boy that didn't doesn't yeah. want to grow up. People can, I thought it was hilarious. Number 1, you can you but can have a, fun with people, but number 2, like people who don't like those movies right. are in those movies. He's basically it looks like he's playing a producer on Robert De Niro's uh, talk show. Yeah. Also that's 
that's from what it seems like they're doing with Joker. That's tangentially that kind of movie. It looks like there's parallels between this and the King of Comedy, which yeah. Robert De Niro was yeah. was kind of in the lunatic uh, open micer role in that, and Jerry Lewis was in the Robert De Niro role in this one. So I think it's interesting what they're doing there. Uh, uh, Gary Goldman is in the the first trailer. I'm excited for him. Yeah. He's super funny, but I think it's it's cool what they're going to do, and it it kind of looks like. I think it was you that thought maybe I can't remember if it was you, but you thought maybe this is uh, somebody who inspires the next Joker because he's kind of building a little cult in the trailer. It seems like like he's I, people I, wearing Joker masks and me, stuff like I don't that. Th- I don't think they're going to connect this to the DCU. Or the I, DCU there, there's DCU. rumors that they will. No, like I maybe mean, this character rumors, isn't, but, but if it leads into the Robert Pattinson Batman, that would be really, really smart if they would do that. Even if he just inspires another Joker. I guess, yes, this this would be uh, under the auspice that they're rebooting the DC Cinematic Universe. But if they keep him as the Joker and he's a legitimately scary Joker, I think that would be a really good way to start those movies off, if you you can do that. I was thinking uh, it was Sarah Silverman. Have you ever heard Sarah Silverman talk about like Disney and talk about Wreck-It Ralph? Uh, I remember she was on when the first one came out, she was on Conan and (laughs) this is a little dirty, but she took a picture of her mouth and then put the picture on, on her phone and then put the the phone down in between her legs (laughs) (laughs) and they had to blur it out. (laughs) She's not, why would they have to blur it out? (laughs) Because it looked, (laughs) it looked pretty vulgar. I don't know. It was funny though. (laughs) Regardless. Um, Seeing Conan react to it was priceless. <laughs> you know, she just seen she's she said things to the effect of just like she, she it's just a job. She doesn't yeah. You know, she doesn't do them because she likes them or anything like that or she believes in the Disney ethos or whatever. She doesn't she does it cuz it's a job. She got a bunch of uh backlash this week too. Her Hulu show got canceled. She always does. I know. It's because uh in the Sarah Silverman program from the 90s, uh there was a an episode where her character was in blackface. And so now there's somebody took a picture out of that and they're circulate circulating it through the internet and people are outraged that Sarah Silburn's walking around in blackface. It's from her show from over 10 years ago. I imagine in the show it would have context. Yeah. A lot of context to show where it's bad to do things like that. Or like her, her character is very socially awkward and doesn't understand what's right and wrong a lot of times. Yeah. So that's basically what it was is people going, Oh, you can't do that. That's offensive. So she got <laughs> fired from her Hulu show. She's super left wing. What the hell? I don't know. It's getting out of control. Look, I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna travel. <laughs> travel I'm gonna tell you the truth. <clears throat> and I was already thinking this. Like, if you're going, if you're gonna 86 Sarah Silver from Silverman for that, for something she did in a program that probably I have to imagine there was like an ironic context to it. I'm gonna, I, without knowing, having knowledge of it, but kind of. Liking Sarah Silverman and and kind of knowing a little. I love Sarah Silverman. She's very very funny. I have to assume that there was that kind of context of like an irony to it. Yeah, Whereas there's definitely irony to you, it. If you're gonna eighty six her for that, we have to go after Ted Danson. Yeah. Ted Danson did it for realsies. For realsies, yeah. He went to a party like that. It wasn't for a movie. There are pictures <laughs> all over the place. He did it as a birthday thing for Whoopi Goldberg, who he was dating at the time. It's ridiculous. The, the I don't really want to go 
off on outrage. I don't want to. I don't want to litigate that. I'm just saying that if she lost <laughs> a Hulu show, also she's for nominated that. for an uh, Emmy for the show, so it's not yeah. like the show was a failure. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's ridiculous. Jake, look at this. I just took a picture of Travis Tate's mouth, mouth. That, <laughs> down oh, here by his crotch. What Podcast do you think, listeners? We're going to pixelate that. What for, do you uh, think? The audio. Oh my goodness. <laughs> It is no, quite it hilarious. Makes sense now. I can see it in the mirror. <laughs> okay, uh, one more thing about the the Batman movies is there's a rumor that Pierce Brosnan might be Alfred. Alfred's getting younger like Aunt May. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Everybody has to be young in Hollywood. Why do you think I'd retired? I don't even know what to say about that stuff. The, He's a great actor. Yeah, I like Pierce Brosnan. I guess Pierce Brosnan I haven't seen for a while, and he is getting older like... Right, he's in his 60s. Was he? He was Here's the one that was in. That's nothing. Yeah, he was in World's I End. I was going to play Alfred. He was in World's End. He's looking. He's looking older in World's End, and that was. He's distinguished. That was a, a few years back. So. What do you What do you think of Pierce Brosnan as uh, James Bond, Mister Connery? I, I thought he was a fine James Bond. Uh, he did a good job. Those movies aren't the best. No, no, they are not. You know the best. What, what was my line in The Rock? <laughs> Only <laughs> losers. losers whine oh, about no. the best. Please, Sean, finish that quote and we'll see about it. I already promised you I wouldn't make it a... Come it, now. It's a cinematic A quote. naughty episode. What do, what do winners do, Sean? Winners go home and... Well, that's just say... Drop, drop a roll of quarters. Drop a roll of quarters into the prom queen. That's a bad quote in a movie. They're best. Why are you saying Why the prom queen? I don't know. Yeah, also, like, some winners are not in high school anymore. (laughs) Is that what, like, as a a 60-year-old man, like, well, I'm a winner, and this is what Sean Connery said I have to do. I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, Another thing, uh, they're going to make a Matrix 4, bringing back all the cast. That's right. That was in there. All that survived, Uh, anyway. I'm... I'm skeptical with... Uh, I don't know which Wachowski... I don't think it's the Wachowskis. I think no, it's only one of yeah, them. Yeah, one of them's doing it, yeah. So I don't know which one. I'm skeptical about that. If if I had heard there's going to be another Matrix and, you know, X up-and-coming or, you know, established interesting director is going to be the head of it, I'd be more interested. Knowing that, in, knowing that another Wachowski one's coming down the pipeline, I'm, I'm skeptical. I mean, the first one's really good. I've watched yes, it recently, and it stands up. I'm sorry, Travis. Are you forgetting that the other two happened? <laughs> no, I just haven't watched them in a long, long time. They're, well, there are parts of two that I think would have fit in a good movie. Can I give you a, a thing about the when the Wachowski... How do you say it? Wach- Wachowski. When they were brothers? Yes. I used to think of them as Jay and Silent Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. What do you mean? That's just how you pictured. That's just how head. I pictured him in my head is Jay and Silent Bob. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sure. Sure. Why not? Uh, just a funny little uh, little thing, a uh, little trivia I'm throwing out there. Sure. I pictured them as. I being, don't picture them as anything right now because I don't know what I they look like now. That there's one that talks and one that doesn't, and just makes hand <laughs> gestures. Speaking of Jay and Silent Bob, Kevin Smith is going to reboot. The Masters of the Universe. It's going to be called uh, Masters <laughs> of the Universe Revelation. I, I was trying to make a riff on Penn and Teller and realized, well, that just is Jay and Silent Bob, yeah, isn't I it? Yeah, I thought that's where you were going. <laughs> no, I didn't know you were was, doing Penn and Teller. I was just thinking in the realm of Penn and Teller. Because, I mean, honestly, isn't it by the time at this point that we've gotten with Jay and Silent Bob that really Silent Bob talks fairly regularly? Every, yeah, and it's usually something really smart at the end of the movie. I think by Jay and Silent Bob's strike back that he... I. 
I could be wrong, and I'd have to go back and watch it, which I'm not super into doing. Have you seen the trailer for the new one? It didn't do much for me. There's so many people in it that I've met, though. I was really? like, I think I counted. There was like a dozen people in there that I've met or or opened for. Really? Yeah. That's good. Donnell Rawlings is in it. Jason Mewes, of course. I yeah. I opened for him. I've met Kevin Smith. There, I'm. It just kept going. I was like, holy cow. Were it's you like, cool. how, did, how was I cool. not contacted? No, no, no. I wasn't thinking that. I was just like, wow, it's like that, you know, six degrees of Kevin Bacon type thing. Six degrees of Travis Tate. Yeah. So what do you think about the Masters of the Universe, though? I mean, Kevin Smith is not necessarily the guy that I would put in charge of that, but I don't... He's done some cool stuff with the DV, uh, DC TV shows. Really? Yes. I, Supergirl and The Flash. He's I done some I'll, really great episodes. I'll give it its day in court. He's the one that brought in King Shark actually yeah yep and it was really cool i'll give you a say i'm happy to see i'm happy to see masters of the universe coming back around sure it, have you ever seen masters of the universe uh mr connery yes i was supposed to play skeletor in the movie dolph lundgren looked too small next to me so they had to cast frank langella frank instead langella. one of the first instances i can think of of the of the post credits hey we're going to do a sequel scene what was the post credit scene? I don't even remember it. I, I mean, um, I've probably seen it. I just don't remember I'm it. not sure if he says anything or not, but I know at the end it just shows like some water and Skeletor's face pops up and starts laughing. He might say something like, <laughs> he might say, I'll be back and then starts laughing, but I know that that, that I was always, as a kid, I was disappointed. First, the Orca wasn't in it. And second, that Skeletor wasn't like, uh, I'll get you, He-Man. You can be, as a kid and as an adult, be all around disappointed by that movie. Because, hey, <laughs> yeah. look, I'll say. Courtney Cox is in it, though. And I've been in Courtney Cox. You know what? I'm coming around on <laughs> Masters of the Universe now. No, it, it, even as a kid, Gwildor was baloney. Baloney. Almost, almost pushed us toward those, uh, those uh, mature tags. But yeah, Gwildor sucked bad. Yeah, he did for and, sure. And they did the worst thing possible, which is they come to New York. Yeah, I always hate the hey, let's, le- let's, leave the place we want to go and bring them to. While the time bomb's running, let's certainly litigate Masters of the Universe. But I'm sorry, please say what you're going to say. No, I, don't, I, I hate that trope in movies where you take, we wanted to go to Eternia as kids and see Eternia, but instead they bring all the characters to Earth and it's just lame. Yeah. It's like, eh, okay, fish out of water, here we go. It's kind of stupid. Uh, one more quick thing. Uh, we uh, we were going to talk about Detective Pikachu and Hobbs and Shaw. We'll do that on the next episode. Yes. We've both seen both that, of everybody. them now because we're running out of time. But uh, if you're a DC, we've talked about DC TV. Uh, Brandon Routh, who plays Ray, uh, Ray Palmer, and Courtney Ford, who plays Nora Dark. They're both leaving the show, I guess, after this year. So, hmm. so Brandon Routh is also going to be Superman in the Crisis on if Infinite Earths. That's weird. So he's going to do double duty, but then he's leaving the show. So I don't know if he's... I guess I don't care. Like, he's going, hey, maybe I he's going to be on a CSI show. I don't know. That's what Travis, people do when they leave shows. I love Deadwood, and a prominent <laughs> character from the first season is a completely different character in the second season. And my, re, my rewatch that I did, when he shows up, I'm like, wow, he looks like that character. At first I thought he was the character returning to town, and I'm like, wow, you look like that character. Well, okay. And then it turns out he wasn't. I'm like, wow, that actor just must look really like a lot like that guy. Maybe it's his evil twin. And then I looked it up, and I'm like, nope, you're two. You're you're the same guy playing two different characters, one season after the other. (laughs) And then showing up in the movie for a brief silly cameo. Oh, he's in the movie too. Uh, Nice. Well, I mean, look, Trav, I'll tell you, the the guy who uh, 
I'm spacing his name now, definitely, because it's been a while already. The guy who shoots Wild Bill. Oh, yeah. Garrett Dillahunt. Is that his name? Uh, boy, that's a oh, good Oh, in, in the show, I don't know. That's the actor's name, though. The, that actor? Uh, the, I mean, it's, it's, historic. it's on the record. He was in the show Raising Hope. Have you ever he, seen that? He's really funny in it. I'm not. Nah, it was a spinoff kind of a My Name is Earl. Oh really? Yeah, it's huh. really funny if you have it's a chance crazy. to see it. It's a really good show. No, his character, his character doesn't. I, I feel like I shouldn't say things because you haven't watched all of it, but like that that character goes away, and then another character comes back to town the second time, and it's still played by him, and it's a different character. But then, <laughs> it, this would be a thing to watch out for if you ever get to the Deadwood movie. The character that he plays in the first season shows up you don't necessarily know it's him just someone in the crowd with a beard says something at the end of the movie you're like oh that's who, that's him again i was supposed to be in deadwood i was going to be powers booth character powers booth? yes okay yes. i guess that i mean i was too intimidating for al swearingen so they didn't cast me oh i mean that makes a certain amount of sense <laughs> it sure does Boy. we should probably get rid of mr connery i'm yeah. sure he's got some sit-ups to do so uh, many shit-ups sean I officially cast you back to the I could have been that guy zone. Thanks for having me. One, two, three, four, five. All right. I think he's gone. I think I am clear of Connery. He ejected him like a You know what? My stomach muscles actually feel like I've been doing some sit-ups. I think he was doing like kegels or crunches or something while he was sitting here. (laughs) I don't know. If, If he was doing kegels and your stomach is sore... (laughs) <laughs> doing it real hard well i mean this is me we're talking about okay. so i'm i'm no sean connery well so so we gotta wrap we've her up to the end of the road just like the boys to go. men yeah um so yeah any other day well you, you already promoted yeah I, I already gave all my uh, promo stuff at the hey, beginning. so everybody listening same as usual if you like what you're hearing please subscribe to our podcast we would love it if you would give us a five-star review Yes. Write, a, write like a one sentence review. Just tell them what you think of us. Uh, that's a way that we become visible for other people. Tell your Another friends. Way, please do tell your friends. Uh, if you would like to contact the show, later to the tater at gmail.com. We're always looking out for the emails, baby cake. I know a lot of people are, are finding the show, and I'm super happy about that. Let us know who you are. You know, if you're enjoying it, let us know what you like. We I don't I haven't told you this yet, Jake. Uh, in the month of Aww. August. We've been downloaded in 47 states. Oh, yes. And all over the world. Like, well, we, we've tons in Australia, Great Britain, Canada, uh, China, hey, New Zealand, Brazil, hey, South Africa. Well, if you're out there sliding to Travis DMs, let me know how you're feeling. Yes. Let us know who you are. Let us know where you're at. Let's be friends. <laughs> Would you be my neighbor? Indeed, Rooney. So, with that said, uh, anything else you want to get out uh, there? Just for follow me at Travis Tate Funny on all of the social medias. Okie dokie. Uh, Blue Wave Theory does our music. We are very grateful for the usage of that. Uh, hey, we did. We made it, Trev. We got in under the time bomb. We got in so much news. We're sorry that it was so news heavy and it wasn't really much opinion, but... I'm not sorry. There was so much news to... It just... They dropped so much news. We were bombarded. We, it was so much stuff we were excited to talk about. So, well, for we hope you enjoyed it. News bombs everywhere. This has been late to the party with Travis Tate. I am Jake, and I am Travis Tate, and better Tate than never.